Superlayers Ballers Super Show. Welcome to the future. They're like, no, we're listening to this after you're recording. You're in the past. This is a you I'm released like, oh, no. this in March. <laughs> I've listened to this and now you listen to it like when it actually comes out. I'm like, man, it's really weird. We didn't talk about robot Hitler coming back. Yeah, seems like that was a pretty big. We should have pushed that podcast out sooner. <laughs> yeah, I definitely once I heard the rumblings of robot Hitler, I should have been like, let me get this out before people start wondering why we didn't talk about him. <laughs> seems odd. Maybe they're in league with him. Oh my goodness. Yeah, 2017, new year, new future, new... It's got to be a better year for the ladies, right? Well, it was Hillary a Clinton year. and then Ronda Rossi getting her shit pushed in oh, again. Oh, man. That was pretty satisfying, though. To really end the year. That was, that. you know what? That was the perfect way to kind of end it, though. Like, a, in a, a fight... <laughs> Take that, women. A quote-unquote fight. Well, no, because another woman beat her. It's actually lost You don't know who that is. Yeah, but that's the point, is that Ronda Rousey has just been this braggart, like, all this time now. Like, she kicked a shit ton of ass at a time when the sport really wasn't all that much to begin with. Like, it's like it's Michael Jordan in, like, the 90s, where it's like, oh, hey, he's competing against everyone else, but he's just that much better. It was like, oh, hey, she's pretty good, but there's really not that much competition in the field yet right now. Really kind of like a new fledgling sport. And then once people started actually coming in and started, like, making contention with her... She just, be, like, fell apart. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to look up her record. I mean, it was really good beforehand. It was, what, like, probably, like, seven or eight straight wins of just, like, KOs, too. Like, is the coolest kind of wins you can have. Oh, she does have quite a few title defenses under her belt. Yeah, I mean, she's not, like, a complete bum, but it was, you know, they, they spoke of her like she was the most dominant athlete of her sport. And it's like, yeah, well, come on. You're in a sport right now that's, like, you as the Patriots and everyone else is the Buffalo Bills. Like, let's wait till some other teams come in and start to even this playing field out. Because she got crushed by that Holly chick before the Cyborg or whatever her name was. Yeah, but that was actually, like, against the top contender. But I don't that, think that, this girl was a bum. No, the girl she just fought wasn't a bum. They probably picked up, like, a, a what they assumed would be a relatively safe tune-up fight for her. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, and that's the thing, though, is, like, hey... Turns out she might be a lot more talk than she actually is as the best of her sport or whatever. Yeah. I mean, we saw Bernard Hopkins get... <laughs> man just retired at the age of 52. He'll be one of the best five middleweights of all time. Uh, and what was just supposed to be his victory lap, like, hey, I'm just fighting some nobody guy you've never heard of, and all I have to do is not get knocked out by him. And he got knocked out of the ring by him. Oh, God. <laughs> out of the ring? And the guy's white. Oh, no. <laughs> and Bernard Hopkins is definitely not. Oh, please tell me it was, like, in the most, like, exaggerated, like, suit. Like, it was, like, a falcon punch. Like, a dude, like, leaned back, like, falcon punch! And, like, Bernard Hopkins was just, like, that nickel on the floor. Boom, boom. You can look it up. I mean, Bernard Hopkins has lost fights. He's a defensive fighter, and he, that's why he's been able to fight so long, and he's a master at that. Um, so he's spent his career very rarely ever getting hit cleanly, hasn't taken much abuse, and certainly has never been knocked out. Certainly never knocked out of the ring, and damn certain <laughs> never by a white dude. Yeah, that's, that's... A white American fighter named Joe Smith Jr. Oh, man. Like the most generic name, too. Yeah. Couldn't even be like, well, he was knocked out of the ring. Latin well, boy Phillips. Yeah, like, like, oh yeah, like a Nancy boy. Like, knocked out of the way by Stuart Edgington. Sugar Tooth Thompson. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough. 
Uh, I don't know. It was a rough year for a lot of people. A lot of it was a rough to end of the year. <laughs> the last two months of the year were pretty brutal. I've never laughed people. so hard. <laughs> you were just like, hey, Donald Trump went. I didn't think I could jerk off eleven times in a day. And then like it just the big Carrie like, Fisher and like, Carrie Fisher you're like, hey. then like the next day Carrie Fisher mom. <laughs> <laughs> Just when I thought jerking off 12 times in one day was going to be my record. <laughs> then her mom dies too, just shattered. <laughs> like a boss against the wall. You're like that ending laugh of Thriller the entire time. <laughs> Very sad for both of them. Yeah, um, I mean, it's tragic. It's certainly for her, you know, not all that old, all things considered. But there is a pretty rough I think Carrie Fisher had some rough years, yeah. Yeah, she definitely had some rough and years. And I think she even had, like, a one-woman show she did about, like, her stay in, like, the Betty Ford clinic. and She yeah. definitely embraced it. Oh, yeah, no, I, the, yeah, it was no, I don't think there was any shame on her. But the problem. damage was done. Yeah, so it's not unbelievable. It, all, it just kind of sucked. I think there was a chance for her to live when she was on an airplane when it happens. There's no way to, like, resuscitate someone like uh, that. There's no facility you could take them to. That's so they wait till they landed, and by that point, it's like too much. I guess that's a real gamble you take when you're old and fly. Yeah, it is. But I imagine how she's the same age as Dad. Oh, who knows? Although I don't, Dad didn't have a lot of Dad, coke think, years. So. Yeah, I don't think Dad had that many rough years like that. Dad didn't have a big like coke run, and then just start eating like a pig for two decades. Yeah, he's had a massive taco bell run, but I don't think that takes him. I don't think that's the same kind of level. No, I mean, I'm, Carrie Fisher had to poop herself at least a few times. There's no <laughs> way she didn't. Yeah, no, that's pretty rough end of the year. But it's right. You know, it is cool. She did get to be in, um, and I'm sure she's she's in episode some. seven, obviously, and she's already in episode eight. They film, they finished filming episode eight, like that's. But it was cool. She got to shoot back to really being relevant again. By oh being yeah, in like she went. I mean, she went out what like two weeks after a new Star Wars movie came out. Yeah, like, there was no end of movie that spoilers. She's at the very end of. So yeah. it's a CGI version. Yeah, but still the character she played. Yeah. The most notable Princess character Leia, she played. Yeah. Yes. And then you're like, oh, okay, that's pretty insane. Like, she gets to be like, you know, go out where you're as culturally relevant as possible. You forget it after the, the 30 minutes of CGI Tarkin. <laughs> oh, yeah, she was in there. And you're like, oh, right. <laughs> and it's astonishing the number of people I've talked to who are just like, man, I can't believe how old's that guy? I'm like, th- like, Negative forty years. He died like when the originals. You feel killed. like you need to start smacking him. Like, yeah, like he died before Return of the Jedi like, came on. Did you think it was insane makeup when he filmed it back then, and he wasn't seventy at the time? <laughs> like the Emperor. I'm like, <laughs> hold, hold on, let me explain something to you. The main three characters of those, of those movies are in the current movies, and they're all aged and aged and haggard as shit. They were like in their late twenties when that first one came out. <laughs> he was seventy at the time. How do you? Th- how old would you think he is now? And he doesn't look like he's aged today. I'm just killing time while I defriend you. Yeah, I'm just... Yeah, this <laughs> is the, the dumbest, moment while I lose your number. That's no. the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it is a moment where you're just like... He's not... It's not like they found the guy and he's just held up incredibly And he hard. looks pretty good. It's not like that crazy spot on. You're like, well, that has to be a living person. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, it was... I thought, like, the effects and it were pretty... We haven't talked about Rogue One, I guess. We, we saw the movie and then I don't think... It's a good time just to stop talking about Carrie Fisher and just keep talking about I mean, Star Wars. She had her time in the sun. What are we going to do? What am I going to spend 2017 or two? I spent all... It's been all 2016 after death. She got to go out much more relevant than she's been for like a good 15, 20 years. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I think anybody attached to Star Wars at this point definitely has like their name and raised up a little bit, which helps. And I'll be curious, man, how awkward would it be though if they're like, all right, well, I guess we have to rewrite the Leia Becomes a Jedi in Episode 8 scene because that's definitely can't carry into Episode 9 now. (laughs) 
Oh, unless we want to CGI her and the fights now. They were going to announce the title for the ninth one or whatever. It's like, like Leia Strikes Back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess. All right. <laughs> the princess attacks. You're like, all right, we need to find a new princess. All right, uh, Olivia Munn, we're going to braid your hair, and you're going to be the new princess Leia. <laughs> Do you hear about the uh, the Cinnabon controversy? No. Uh, it was after Carrie Fisher died. They did. I guess it was like they poured a bunch of cinnamon on a table, and they traced like an image of her on it with like the buns where the hair were, and they were like. You know, R.I.P. Carrie Fisher, you always had the best buns in the galaxy. Oh, and people well, are like, oh, that's so sexist. You're like, no, but they're talking about the hair yeah. buns. Yeah, I mean, like, it's a bit of an entendre. Yeah, and, I mean, obviously you can see it that way, but like, so many people are just like, you're disgusting, objectifying her like that. I was like, they're talking about the hair buns, though. Are we really going to poop on Cinnabon for this? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, all the things that are wrong with Cinnabon, that's really... Like, such on those, a, yeah, that's like, such a you can have a moral thing. objection to them just naturally. Not, not like, serving oh a my single God. nutritious thing. You know, like, <laughs> 900 thing. calories for half of one of these. Hey, we got a big cake you can eat that fulfills almost none of your requirements for anything maybe close to fiber. <laughs> yeah. Or, and <laughs> well, we have soda and coffee. We'll hit your, your, your good uh, fat, and then we're going to quintuple your bad fat for the day. I feel like... That you know, that's the same level of respect Cinnabon a little bit because they're not trying to hide much. Like, oh, this check out our new salad menu. It's like, no, we're coming up with gross fucking pastries, eleven hundred calories that just sits in your colon for a week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, check look, propels out. Which yeah, I'm glad they're at least acknowledging like something's happening in the world and not just leaving it there. I guess. It's uh. Did you also see? I guess everybody and their moms talked about it at this point. But have you searched for the? Uh, Let's see, uh, MTV video where they were like, Dear White People. No, I heard them talk about it. I don't want to watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, heard, I heard the audio. It was, that was <laughs> Dude, the, I don't remember, like, the, and I guess she always hated the image later on, the Princess Leia, like, slave bikini thing. Uh-huh. I don't remember that really being that big of a factor in my life. Maybe because we got more channels and there was Baywatch and other things, but I don't remember that being, like, a defining, like, boyhood, like, crush. It definitely wasn't for me, but it's, like, such a pop culture. Because, like, I think I saw episode six when it, like, did the re-release in theaters. So I was maybe, like, ten at the time. So I was, like, on the right age to see it. But I think I would already known of it by then. Like, I'm sure it had made well, some oh, appearance. Return of the Jedi? Yeah, Return of the Jedi. Like, I'm sure it had made some appearance in Don't some do the else. numbers. That's so weird. Well, I'm trying. I couldn't remember the name of it, so I went up to the episode. But, okay. um, but, yeah, like, I'm sure it made some kind of appearance in, like, a... Show I watched and like a I, I think there's an episode of Friends where it happens, doesn't it? Oh yeah, it's been referenced in a lot. Yeah, I mean it's a pretty hot attire. I like it's weird because it's that definitely is like a, a thing that's just stuck to pop culture. Like that's just a part of it, especially in like when you talk about like sexy pop culture, like nerd culture too. Yeah. It's like oh the Princess Leia slave outfit. I feel like that can't happen anymore because now people who do that are just like the objectification of it, and it's like ah look we want something kinky over here now. But, um... Not the main female lead. You can have, like... Oh, I wouldn't want... You can have chick number two or three doing it, but... I mean, if they... Oh, well, I wasn't even referring to Star Wars necessarily anymore. I'm just saying, like, what... Like, I feel like you couldn't be like, oh, well, yeah, remember her in that book. I, like, Star Wars, uh, the prequels even almost had that. Remember when uh, I was, uh, Natalie Portman in, like, that white fucking bodysuit and, like, half of it gets torn off? Oh, the midriff. Yeah. I mean, that still wasn't that sexy. Oh, no. It's I mean. not like, on. it's not like, ba-boom. But it's, <laughs> it's, the, it's like that one Anne Hathaway scene in Dark Knight Rises when she gets on the motorcycle. <laughs> it's just like a boosh ass back out all the way. Although, I guess maybe the Harley... It's the only butt shot you get in the whole movie, though. Maybe the Harley Quinn, I guess, outfit 
is like well, that's pretty, that, that is pretty that scandalous. bending over in the store that's pretty ridiculous. that's pretty scandalous I mean that, that half that character like, half that character was that too like how many scenes of it is just her like pulling up her shorts, shorts yeah. or like putting a shirt on or something like that you're yeah. like wow they really didn't I feel like there's not much else to this character beyond this not a lot of subtlety to her no that's a shame <laughs> moment of silence for Harley Quinn's character the worst Paul thing to happen to women this year. <laughs> the worst thing of 2016 by far. No. That's Suicide Squad. What a turkey. But everyone needs to be watching Mark Hamill like a hawk. We can't wait. Yeah, I feel like that's, of the three of the characters who return, I mean, obviously Han Solo is dead in the movie, so who cares about yeah. now? But of, like, the producers... They played a huge, uh, a significant chunk in it, so if yeah. you wanted your Han Solo fix, that was it. And, yeah, and, and I feel like they have to be like, like right, a bitch. of the three <laughs> of them, the one who's gonna be the most prominent of all three movies was the guy who was the fucking main character of the last one. The last real yeah. Jedi in the universe now. So. I would hope. I would yeah. hope it's not five minutes of training Ray and then he dies. Like, <laughs> Oh, he's just like, Use the force. Like, what the? That's not, that's not even anything in that. I just got here. Everyone tells them that. You made me wash your feet for an hour. I had to scrub your toilet out. And the, the toothbrush you gave me was comically tiny. I took it from Yoda. Stole it, really. You have to go through the internship before I teach you anything. But you're dying. No, I'm not. Your intestines are shooting at your butthole. That happens. Force works in mysterious ways. Bleh. <laughs> 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 turned on you so drastically? <laughs> is Vader doing that from across the planet galaxy? Is that what his, left, uh, his last act is? <laughs> hey, you know what? Came back as a force ghost, learned some shit. The dark side is the right path. Uh, I don't know if you see it. I only remembered it. I'm Empire of... Snoke. <laughs> I only remembered it because of the, uh, the Arby's thing. But, or the uh, Cinnabon thing but Arby's Twitter I guess it must be like hey we'll just hit upon a weird thing but they constantly just post pictures of them like rearranging their fucking food into like nerd symbols and things uh, like that okay yeah I have seen some of that See, like that right there is the boat from One Piece which is the one of the manga I read about pirates and it's just like right on Arby's Twitter they're like woo we're gonna have the boat sailing across a sea of curly fries uh, I mean, that's probably a pretty steady community to get some customers out of. It's insane. Hey, fat nerds. Like, like boom, immediately like a Westworld reference into one of them. Uh, it's weird, because it's, it's like a moment where you're just like, I never considered, yeah, like, I, it's never a moment where I was like, eating at Arby's, I was like, this really feels like me as a nerd I'm at home at this place. High priced, like, almost upscale fast food. But that's, like, it's what they're most known for now, I feel like. That John Oliver isn't, or uh, John Stewart isn't on television making Arby's jokes at them for no reason. I don't know. I don't follow Arby's on Twitter. I don't know why you don't. <laughs> I get all this sweet They get shit. dancing horsey sauces. <laughs> Finally. But you've been waiting for all this time. I do love horsey sauce. Everyone does. No, no. No, no. no. Tons of people don't like horseradish. No. I, I found I feel like it's just me, Weebay, and a bunch of old ladies. <laughs> you, Weebay. I feel like I'm a good company. You feel like, yeah. You think, if I'm like Weebay, obviously I'm more like you than I am the little old ladies. Do you think he'd fight me on that? Like, no, I I think you and the little old ladies have a lot more in common. Let's do an arm wrestling contest between you and the old ladies and see who wins. Yeah. I'm going to call you soft for (laughs) 10 minutes and see if you do anything about it. You are the softest, gayest, gangly, big nose. Like, come on. He's like, there you go. We just stopped right there. Come on was your first (laughs) one. Come on. Don't. 
Oh dear. Stop. Stop, please. Mercy. Stop it. Please. Please. I'm asking you. I'm being polite. I'm asking you nicely, Weebay. Weeb. Weebs. Weeby. Yo, Bay. He's a fish, man. Oh. So what's 2017 in your mind? Is there? Do you do New Year's resolutions? You were like, less black people. I'm like, I don't think what I does that mean? You're like, seeing less of them or you're going to make less of them? Yeah. <laughs> like, both. Please. I mean, it's my one wish. It's not a wish. It's a no. resolution. It's something you're supposed you're to make You're not wishing happen. for a genie to come. You're supposed to make it happen. <laughs> I don't think I ever do. I don't think I've done one in the last few years. I can't remember the last time I did one specific, like specifically on New Year's with the, the notion of like, let's see how long this goes. It's almost like Lent in that way, where you're like, oh, I'm going to dedicate myself to something. But Lent's like, I guess, a foreseeable, like, oh, okay, like 40, you know, full 40 days. Yeah. Throw it in That's a lot easier to do. That Whereas do. this, it's like, I mean, the notion's also like, you keep, you do it and then you keep doing it, presumably. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like you're going to be like, I'm going to give a fast food for a year. And at the end of the year, you're like, well, back onto that train. <laughs> That's done. My fasting is over. <laughs> That's awesome. My 40 years in the desert have finished. <laughs> Finally, I paid my penance. <laughs> Ah, I can get into heaven. Mr. Echo, you can start talking again. <laughs> you don't need to cough uh, phrases into your Jesus stick anymore. Look at people so threateningly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I've done one in a very long time like that. I think I made it three years in a row to learn Spanish and never really fully did. <laughs> it's just like, this is a joke. What are you wasting your time? Oh, I had one year. I had like, uh, and I even like taped it on my door. It was like my goals, I think for 2015. And of the list of 10... None of them got done. Really? I had 10 items on there. It was like, learn a martial art was on there. Uh, learn Spanish to a speaking level was on there. Run a half marathon was on there. I guess I did that. I did do run a half marathon. Because that was the year to beat the Porsche. Okay. Uh, I think I owned a car on there. Didn't happen. Uh, you got there though. Get called hot stuff by a random woman that didn't happen. That's really hard to make happen. <laughs> I, just, I walk around the streets and say, hey, "Call me hot stuff." And then whatever that song, "Hot Stuff Baby This Evening." <laughs> I wish I had a hot nickname. Stuff. What would it be? <laughs> yeah, what would you guys? If like just perfect moonwalking on rollerblades. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, if a nickname came to you, what would you call me right now? Of anything? Really hot stuff or something? Just give me a name suggestion. You can go with whatever you want. They're like. Hoggy? You're like, eh, let's try again. <laughs> I don't like that first one. I would, uh... No, Nick! <laughs> Sorry, a nickname. It's just insulting. Super feminine? <laughs> the nickname shouldn't be longer than my real name. You're kind of like David Bowie's character in Labyrinth. What was his name? Fruitstuff? <laughs> <laughs> Not his name, but the definitely more derogatory version of it. <laughs> No, you're like, well, it's the character in Labyrinth. You mean David Bowie? No, Hoggle. Like a fat Hoggle. Fat Hoggle. What's the regular Hoggle to you? Was, was Hoggle known to be taut and, and supple? He was in a good shape. It's like there was a chubby version of him next to him. He was a fat sack of shit. Uh, speaking of, uh, I saw, uh, I guess you were throwing out your calendar for 2016 Game of Thrones. And I saw that you had months where you were keeping track of your weight, writing it on there. And I feel like it all stopped before uh, the last month, which was Sophie Turner. Did you just not want to see Sophie Turner's face? Like, oh, I gained three pounds again, eh, Lord <laughs> Pickington? 
I just uh, I forgot to do it for so long, and it just became like such a chore to like get up and do it. And then like it was the best, like one of the best months was there was one with uh, Daenerys in there, and she was in like some fucking just full midriff exposing outfit. Like apparently like the skankiest outfit I feel like she wore on the show. And I was like, this is pretty good motivation. Like get up, track your weight, everything like that. And after that, it was like fucking like Tyrion at his most hideous. <laughs> Uh, like Ramsey Snow, and then Sophie Turner was like, "Oof, oof, 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 oof." None of this is giving me the same motivation. I wrote that reference down um, like two hours ago, and I made a note to like try and think of a good like house from Game of Thrones and combine it to make it sound bad, like you know, Reese's obeses. <laughs> but and I just haven't been able to come up with anything good, like the hamsters, <laughs> the glazed hamsters are here. The I was the like, what's the, yeah. what's the fattest possible, like, uh... Oh, I'm sure there's definitely some house that's, like, house, like... Oh, an umburger? That's <laughs> pretty good. Like, I, I, there's gotta be, like, a house, like, fucking, uh... But they're pretty macho, I don't... House, like, big steaks or something like that. <laughs> like, there's the red wines. I have to assume there's some food variation of it in, like, the high garden or something like that. Oh, yeah, there's definitely, like, good table or something, one of them, which is oh, just, we... like, their icon's just, like, a cornucopia of food. Oh, yeah, I feel like that's, like, the house where you're in. Everybody's like, oh, here comes big old Lord High Good Table. <laughs> Open way. Maybe you should expand some doors. She's like, come on, guys. I feed all of you. Well, it looks like you get your serve first. The, well, yeah, I mean. The like, bolder move it. would to be an asshole on top of that, too. <laughs> like, I'm going to be that unpopular for being fat. You know, I'm going to have shitty personality oh, as well. I'm dickhead as well. I'm like, yeah, move it. And then, like, a, like a kid doesn't, so I just blast him against the wall with my belly fat like, I'm just like move it boom, boom. I'm the 18th most f- richest family in the reach <laughs> <Hi Garden>. <laughs> <laughs> that, that makes me the king of the stormlands oh might as well be someone at this point can you name four houses in the stormlands uh I'm assuming I can't just take <laughs> Stannis or not Stannis uh Brenly. Uh, no Baratheon of Storm's End. Pendragon? <laughs> he went really far in. Uh, Dondarrion? Tarth? Do they count as Tarth? Yeah. Alright. Sea uh, World. Nice. Boom! Mic drop! Kablamo! I think. Is Selmy might be Stormlands? Barristan Selmy. He might have been. I can't remember where he was originally from. Because I feel like he's just always been Kingsguard. There's a house Rain in there as well, I believe. The Rainwood. Well, that's that's a place. Oh. That's like Winterfell. Or House Wild. Is that... I can't remember. Because Rainfall... The rain hole, Rainfall is where Davos like, becomes a lord of in the books. Ah, uh, okay. House Lord Davos of the Rainwood or something like that. Or the Rainhold. I forget what it exactly is. Let's see. You're just... Yeah. So, 2017 prediction. Does the next Game of Thrones book come out? Guy, why even try? <laughs> What's the point? What's it being at this point? Oh, you're a season behind the show now, too? <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to read a book that's going to cover everything that's already being eclipsed by what the show's giving me? Just to wait. It's not coming out in the next three months, I'm pretty sure. Just to wait another 15 years for him to come out with the last book. <laughs> it, it, it's it's almost to the point where I, I love the Game of Thrones stuff so much, but I'm just like, maybe I should just let my love of it fall away. Because there's no chance this book, this book series is finishing. He's so fat. He's so fat, and it's, and taking, it's taking so forever. long. 
just progressively longer and longer. Like the last book came out like 2007 or something like that. <laughs> I mean, the books get longer it's too. It's ridiculous. Though, right? The books get dramatically longer as well, though, don't they? Yeah, they get longer, and I feel like it will get shorter once characters start getting killed off or condensed. Because he he said before he's not introducing new point of view characters, so it'll be like it will only be the same characters, and you have to assume some of them are start getting killed off or something like that. But yeah, there's no chance I see that book coming out in the next three months. At that point, the new season's out. Yeah. And it's like, who cares? There it's going to be even further along. Yeah, then it's like, oh, now we're two books ahead of the books. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's what the fuck's the point? Or I guess one and a half, because there, there's two more seasons of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Could you imagine you read the, the next book comes out, you read it, and it ends with like... Daenerys flying, like fucking sailing towards Westeros. And I'm like, no. God, King Stannis and Prince Dorne from <laughs> the oh. house from Dorne now rule the Seven Kingdoms. That'd be pretty crazy. That that would be worth it though. It's like dramatically different than the, the <laughs> yeah. show. Like I'm like, all right, it's fine. But if it ends in the same fucking way, where it's just like, oh man, can you believe that fucking Cersei blew up the High Sparrow and the whole church? I'm like, yeah, I can, because I got the goddamn show. Because <laughs> you're fat as the bear to make the goddamn. Look, I try to be nice. I know it's really hard for you. You get a lot of this. But goddamn, write this fucking book. You don't have another job. It's not like, like oh, fat and drinking wine is not another job. It's not like, like, oh man, I don't know if I'm gonna have time to write any of my book tonight when I get home from my job as like the healthcare inspector or like my job writing angry letters about Donald Trump. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, it's like I'm gonna, yeah, when I get home from my job of writing nukes about the last Giants game on my Tumblr page. <laughs> I'm like, it's not like there's a, a, another responsibility you have that eclipses this. <laughs> All the cons and shit you go to are solely because you write these books. And I feel like the nerd community as a whole should just be like, guys, we make an agreement, a pact. Nobody invites George R. R. Martins to conventions until the next book comes out, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Come on, what the fuck? Why do we keep having him here if he doesn't actually keep writing the books? Uh, just follow him around with a typewriter, like just in case he feels like writing. Yeah, like in case a thought comes to his mind. How often does it happen now? Tyrion has... <gasps> Big dick. <laughs> I'll put I'll use your terms like gigantic manhood just rips <laughs> off a sheet to use it as a napkin while he's eating a Big Mac <laughs> <laughs> like can you write anything today George? maybe doesn't sound like an answer <laughs> just saying no. it's your third Big Mac today <laughs> after two you get pretty tired I, I mean right. something, something really bad happened to Stannis we said <laughs> yeah. the show does not paint a pretty picture kind of looking towards seeing a conclusion on that happening over Battle of uh, Fire with uh, Mirren. First chapter. Like and the Princess Shireen shows up in Stannis' camp like, uh-oh. Like, oh dear. I'm like, come on now. <laughs> the books have fucking Selmy's still alive once the fighting happens in Mirren. Show Stannis, <laughs> show Selmy's dead like two episodes in. You gotta help me out here. I mean, I'm sure a not so good ending is awaiting him, but <laughs> hopefully a better ending. You'd hope. Uh, like four random fat cats managed to get the jump on him. I uh, and I finished Fallout Four finally after quite it's a bit. Of now, time. do you want to spoil it now? Three yeah, years spoilers. after the game came out, <laughs> I joined the institute. <laughs> Fallout Five happened. So, if uh, if you don't know, you, it's a game where your son gets kidnapped while you're in the vault. And I you, feel like you need to explain Fallout a little bit more than that. Because people need Fallout. It's a post-apocalyptic world with nuclear bombs and everything, and you've been in these vaults, and they get released at various times. Someone breaks into yours, takes your son, kills your wife, your infant son, and leaves you in there for what you assume is just a little bit longer. Yeah. And uh, But then eventually you find out when you meet this guy who's the 
the head of the institute, which is like the seedy kind of bad guy group in the game. You find out that you are actually in for like another sixty or seventy years, and your your infant son's now significantly older than you. Like an old man, basically. Yeah. And uh, and I assume most people would probably not opt to join them because they're kind of a it's us or or die mentality yeah, for the institute. They have a very like, there's no friends. They they have a very uh, like dominating idea of what the wasteland should be. And there's a couple different factions within this universe. There's like a a brotherhood which like all walk around in armor and are kind of of the notion of like we'll protect the people. Closest thing you can I mean they've got some downsides, but usually they're. They're definitely not the evil option in any of the games. They're, yeah, they're usually... They're not, like, noble. You wouldn't look at them as necessarily the good guys a lot of the time. It's a, it's a real coin flip of dickheads and the, the yeah, brother. You can get some real assholes in there. And then there's also, like, the Minutemen who are, like, the for the people, by the people kind of being yeah. one of the guys. Um, and a couple other factions. You could, you could choose to side with any of them in this game on the notion of, like, who gets to kind of, like, put their vision forward for what the Wasteland will be. The railroad, which for some reason wants to liberate toasters and <laughs> give them whole lives as shopkeepers. <laughs> I think they're a little bit more elaborate than just toasters, but yeah, you got the most. Anyway, so I joined the Institute. I have to kill all those railroad people, which I've done a hundred missions for to make friends. Kill uh, my companion, who was also <laughs> in the railroad. Did not take that news well. He's uh, like, oh, hey, Fawdy Lang, how's it going? What's been new? What's, uh, what's all the robot blood all over you for? <laughs> yeah. She got a lot of dismembered synth heads on your uh, torso, like they're kind of trophies. The only like I recognize a couple of them. <laughs> the only reason I'm doing this is because it's like, oh, that's my son. That's he's the head of the institute. Why the fuck not? And uh, then, and yeah, also kill all the brotherhood. Made a, a long time establishing that rapport just to shatter it to pieces. Like, because they definitely didn't trust <laughs> you going into it. Oh, and they'll seek me out from like a good hundred yards away too on the map. <laughs> like, oh, they go. Good. They'll go out of my way to fuck with my day. <laughs> But um, just to go and blow up the Pridwin, which is super sweet looking, and it was a really nice part of the landscape, but no longer. And then just to go and talk to your dad one last time, he's like, or your son, and uh, like, we did good, and it was good we got to spend at least this little bit of time together before I died. Oh, by the way, I'm just some dude, I'm not your son. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because that'd I, be sweet if that happened. Because <laughs> like, I was gonna say, like, isn't it like, isn't it also just a like a duplicate of Sean? Like, it isn't actually him. No, you can get a duplicate of Sean. Yeah, but I believe that's supposed to be Sean. Oh yeah, but that'd be sweet. He's like, by the way, just a random guy. Blah. Yeah, just some dude. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't look into this more. <laughs> I didn't do bother doing that fraternity test. You believe this so easily. <laughs> You're such a schnook. Blah. Well, you're black, so I guess. Yeah, one like three of us in the wasteland. Yeah, it's, uh, Fallout 4, by and large, I, I enjoyed a lot, but it's definitely got, like, one of the weakest stories of any of the Fallouts, that I, or, like, any of the Bethesda kind of games I've played. Like, it's such a nothing ending once you get to where you're like, really? That's where it ends? Yeah, the ending, I would agree. Overall, I, I did <laughs> like, like you don't tell me anything that happens with these people. Yeah, what happens There's to Nick? There's no, like, climactic conclusion to anything. Is Nick just gonna wander the wasteland forever did i give him like permission to die i feel like once we finished his storyline things i assume he just keeps going i never did any of his detective missions who cares yeah and at this point i'm like level 70 it's like get that ball out of that tree <laughs> <laughs> you pull out your laser mini gun like doo -doo 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 -doo. finish the whole like two hour like set of missions and it's like here you go Pateek experience <laughs> They didn't bother playing a sound effect for it. 
It's, it sounds like coming in a bucket, like, punk. There was a... One of my favorite parts of that universe, though, is that, as I mentioned, it's like a nuclear fallout's happened, but a lot of these vaults were created that people went into to kind of, like, come out once the world's recovered from the radioactivity and try to, like, begin it again. And there's, like, hundreds of these vaults across America alone. And Some of them nine, being used for pretty shady experiments 90% as well. of them are not even used to actually keep people. They're yeah. just used for crazy experiments. Like, yeah. They're like, okay, well, the vaults, uh, like, you know, everyone's inside the vault, and we're just going to pipe in radio noise, and, or, like, white noise, essentially, mm-hmm. and just wait to see what happens. Because I, I feel like the lore behind it is that the company who makes it wants to see, like, wants to go into interplanetary travel, and they want to see what the effects of people in these conditions in, like, an isolated environment would be. Like, if they yeah. sent them on a rocket ship and this stuff happened, what would be the result? And yeah, like ninety percent of them is just like, oh, everyone went insane and killed each other, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, every time. It's like, oh, there's no like good one to really get into. Like, do you think th- you go to that one that's a virtual reality one at first? You're like, oh, this is kind of interesting, like a '50s virtual reality, and then it's like a little kid that's like, oh, hello, I'm here to torture everybody. Yeah, it's essentially <laughs> like a not like a Nazi scientist who's yeah. been like into, implanted into the world as like it's God, and it yeah. just takes the form of like a six year old girl. Mm-hmm. So she just like sc- scoots up to you on her tricycle, like. Guten Tag, sucker. Yeah. Like, uh-oh, I don't like that. There's one where they just raise, like, there. I mean, there's, like, a, an administrative group of people, but the, the majority of them are just people raised to, like, with no parents, basically, like, teen level, and then sent out in the world for what they're told to, like, help uh, restore order and save people and be good. And it's like, no, we just farm them for their genes and work to create better people. That's, <laughs> like, none of them are alive. Oh yeah, there's there's so many that just get hosed over. I want, I want to pull up a list. I want to figure out what would be every the... overseer's monitor is usually the saddest diary entry. You'll, oh yeah, you'll ever read. I want to figure out what would be the worst one to get into because there's some that aren't like too bad. There's there's some that would definitely suck, but there's like there's a couple where it's like, all right, it's a hundred people and it's one dude and ninety nine women. And then there's the inverse. The inverse would be terrifying. Yeah. If I was the woman, I feel like I'd kill myself. I'd be like, I don't even want to see what happens here. Either I become a god or I become currency. How fat can I get? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's fat enough. (laughs) Not fat enough. I don't think there's... Of 99 dudes, there's got to be at least one chick who's like... Or one dude who's like, I love fat chicks. And after like two years of jerking off, I'll still finally show up with like some flowers. Hey, what's up, beauty? (laughs) (laughs) What's going on there? That stuff. Well, it's also the idea. Still have a mouth, I guess. Yes, the idea is also they're supposed to be repopulating the orbit of the world too. So you're like just a constant baby machine. I'm sorry to everyone in there as well. Uh, Let's see vaults. Uh, I want to see. I know there's like a list you could find that just has like what they. Oh, here we go. Uh, Let's see. Vault 3, I think, is one we've already seen. seen. that South Park, uh, the end one, where Carmen has his vision of the future, and it's like, oh, we get to Mars, and women are just harvesting men for the only thing they need it for. Our jokes and our cum. <laughs> it's just watching, like, dudes, like, strapped to, like, milking machines on computers typing up jokes. <laughs> no, I didn't see that one. It's ridiculous. Our jokes and our sperm. Uh, let's see here. Birthplace, the Raider Group. There's a lot of weird ones in here that I've never heard before. Uh, a vault that was filled only with gamblers, and apparently had gambling used to like control 
all of its like currency, and this one actually worked out. <laughs> That's I guess it becomes the one of the vaults or one of the casinos in New Vegas. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Which one? Vault Twenty One. Oh yeah, it's like a giant. <laughs> That's right, it is. It's got like a motel built on top of it. Oh, Vault 29, where it's all children under the age of 15 are brought in. All their parents were redirected to other vaults. And they're like, let's just see what happens if teenagers have to run their own There's lives. quite a few of those. They're like, let's just see what happens. <laughs> it's really a pretty insidious group when you think about it. Oh, this one. I was like, this one sounds insane. I was like, oh, it was created by a Penny Arcade comic. Because it's like populated by 20 men, 10 women, and one panther. I was like... I don't see what the purpose of that is. I'm like, oh, because it's a comic that's just... What's going to happen? Oh, I assume the Panther would start killing people. I'm assuming the Panther kills a lot of people. Uh, intended to cure all human diseases through testing unaware human subjects. The vault has two sections. Residents lived in one section while vault scientists secretly observe them and work in the other. Oh, yeah, that's where they just started filtering in diseases into the rest of the lab. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that one sucked. Um, what? This one sounds kind of interesting. The residents were exposed to, uh, to the FEV, forced evolutionary virus, in locked chambers where the that scientists... become super mutants, right? In two weeks, the scientists underwent, or the subjects underwent churches, changes that gave birth to super mutants and centaurs. Oh, that's right. That's their founding. That's how they started, right? I don't remember centaurs at all. Those are from, like, the first two. Yeah. There is, there are centaurs in, um, Fallout 3. Yeah, uh, one, a vault populated by renowned musicians. This vault was a test bed for a white noise-based system for implanting combat-oriented post-hypnotic uh, suggestions. We'll go on a limb say everybody went crazy. Yeah, that's it. 90% of the vaults you find of these, it's like everyone went insane and killed each other. Yeah. Or, like, went crazy for a while, and then, like, a super mutant managed to break in and just killed everybody. Well, you get to the bad. computer, it's three journal entries, and, like, journal entry one's like, oh, not bad, getting a little stressed out, but hey. Two's like, oh my god, I'm losing my mind. Three's like, glorp, flurp, <laughs> And then it's like an entry, it's like, and, and Typer tried to insert penis into the floppy drive disk. Slurp, <laughs> blurp, schnapp, blurp, dot, Yeah, dot, it's dot, like, all, all hail well. the Lord. <laughs> all is well. Uh... The Vault 101, created to evaluate the performance of an omnipotent dictatorial overseer in a closed community. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's um, that's the one you're from, right? 101? Was that the yeah. one from First Fallout? Okay. Populated solely with drug addicts, with the exception of a single Vault Tech employee undercover, the Vault uh, residents would select an overseer regularly and hold therapy sessions as part of a rehab program. Oh. Five years after the Vault was sealed, a hidden stash of drugs was unlocked <laughs> within oh, a few days. Yeah. All of the vault residents but one fell back into addiction or killed each other. <laughs> yeah. Sad. He was like, oh my god, they're so cruel. Uh, an experiment the overseer instructed the vault... <laughs> Poor to... undercover tech guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as an experiment, the overseer instructed the vault to be filled with colorless psychoactive drugs into the air filtration system exactly ten days after the door was sealed. The drugs caused hallucinations which led to all the vault residents' insanity. Uh, the vault houses, uh, this vault ho houses a cloning lab, and all surviving residents are clones of one man named Gary. Hmm. And that's one, like, I think you just walk through, it's a bunch of dudes like, hey there, buddy, and just oh, keep shooting yeah. them in the face. <laughs> They're all just Gary. They don't attack you, though, do they? I feel like it'd be killing up in them eventually. Oh, yeah. So that's what you're playing for. Yeah, that's it. That's what your goal is. Uh. I mean, they all just have the same shitty jumpsuit. They're not really 
Not a lot to plunder. Yeah, and then there's the one with the virtual reality. Everyone thought they'd live a perfect virtual life indefinitely. Unfortunately, Stanislaus Braun, Dr. Stanislaus Braun, held absolute control over the situation and used it to torture the residents for his own pleasure. Um, intended to test the... Wait, Dad, you found the wrong vault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> intended to stress the... Stop here and ask for directions real quick. Yeah, I'll just pop in there. Liam isn't your dad and father, if you're wondering what we're trying to do. I use your toilet. <laughs> Use your turlet. Disenfranchised conditions by those previously accustomed to extreme wealth and power. Residents were to be exclusively politicians at Boston's wealthy elite, uh, with the exception of the overseer, but construction was never completed. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, That sounds like it would have been a fun one. Yeah. The vault was intended to encompass two rooms under one overseer, each one to house exclusively members of the highest class of society. Or the lower classes. The second one was never finished. While the vault was used to default, Salter, the vault never started. Semi-cannon. <laughs> what? There's some interesting ones in here. No light bulbs more than 40 watts were provided into one. That sucks. The vault would be overcrowded deliberately. 2,000 people would be assigned to enter double the total sustainable amount. Oh. Um, what else would be the option? But people would die and then everyone would get diseases because they can't get rid of all the bodies. They can't get rid of the bodies, yeah. The vault's original purpose... Uh, was it allowed small doses of radiation to leak into the vault once per day, resulting in the population turning into an aggressive pack of extremely irradiated feral ghouls. Ooh, that sounds slow. <laughs> of the thousand people who entered, only the, only one was a woman. All jumpsuit extruders fail after six months. Most of the inhabitants were Mormon. So I guess they just had to leave the vault then at that point. Uh, unknown. This isn't... I even have that on here then. They're like, Vault 100. Who knows? Such a and prominent number. And the player has the role... Oh, this is the Fallout Shelter game. Okay. What would be like the one... Oh, all, in, all entertainment tapes were removed. So it's just no entertainment in the place whatsoever. Yeah, the ghoul one might be the worst. That um, feels like that'd be slow and painful. Most of the equipment was designed to break down every few months. While repairable, the breakdowns were intended to stress the inhabitants uh, unduly. So just constantly, like, mm. everything's breaking down. Just everybody operating on, like, an overstressed emotion. The food extruders were designed to produce only a thin, watery gruel. That's unfortunate. I mean, that would suck, but, you know. What do you gotta do? I mean, so far, yeah. If I'm picking, I'm going with 40-watt light bulb. All entertainment tapes were removed except for those of one particularly bad comedic actor. <laughs> People thought that one would be the that one would fall apart before the one where all of it was removed. So what would, what would be worse? Like you're stuck in a vault and they're like, we lost all the tapes. And you're like, oh god. Except these five or like, Sandler movies. <laughs> or they're like, all the tapes were destroyed. But thank God these Jeff Dunham tapes survived. And you're like Admar the uh, fucking the suicide bomber is funny for a little bit, but not long enough. Not, not near. Walter is humorous for a mild moment. That jalapeno barely ever comes out anymore. <laughs> that that's both pretty hard. It's like all we got is Jeff Dunham and Larry the Cable Guy spoken word, and every Adam Sandler movie you could ever want. You're like so none. They're like oh, then we mean all of them then. Here's all seven hundred of them. Has he? <laughs> Yeah, there's so many of those vaults, you're just like, oh, God. I definitely wouldn't want to jump into that one. No, they all sound like a nightmare. Like, 90% of them, it's like, all right, so shit goes wrong pretty soon after you get in. Like, a week of, like, all right, this ain't so bad. And then it's like shit just falls apart, and you slowly go insane and have to kill each other. Yeah, absolutely. Like that. Yeah, that would be 
they all seem pretty terrible. Based on every journal entry I've ever read from the vault. <laughs> yeah. Never one that's like day 900. Things are still going pretty good. I'm shocked. No crazy experiment got thrust upon us out of nowhere. Pretty good. Ford pretty does good. have that one that's still like a functional vault. Yeah, but I thought, yeah, that, there, there are a couple that were actually like uh, intended. But it's to, a like, very risky up. roll of the dice. If you told me I was going into a vault, I would not assume things end well for me. Oh, yeah. Like there's, I think what? There's at least you, you pray know that, about. like, hopefully I'll die in my sleep in one of those chambers. <laughs> Yeah, I think of the ones we know, there are at least a hundred and there are vaults at least up to number a hundred and eighteen or something like that. Mm -hmm. So you know there are like hundreds of these things out there, and it's like of them, like three of them actually performed as intended, and the rest yeah. are just like insane experiments. Mm -hmm. Most of which don't even sound like they're there. Like almost, it sounds like it was designed by like the Joker or Saul or something like that. <laughs> like there's no like good end to a lot of these. Yeah, they seem, all of them seem pretty cruel, usually. Yeah, it's like, oh, we just filtered it full of uh, drugs. Even the light bulb one, a little cruel. But I'll, yeah. I'll take that. I mean, that's definitely the brass ring of... Oh, that's, yeah. If that's the one you get stuck with, you're like, I oh, think shucks. we could maybe make this work. Yeah. Like, oh, do we still, have candles? There's no. still steak for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> I can watch Larry, I can watch good comedy and... Well, you gotta watch a little Jeff Dunham's, man, <laughs> or else you'll get the right... I mean, we still have the tapes, yeah. I'm <laughs> like, all right, fine. But yeah, the rest of it's still He didn't survive, did he? He's the overseer. Jeff Dunham? No, the puppet. <laughs> we have to follow its wall. Walzer. I'm fine with that. Of the puppets, if I had to pick a puppet to follow, it'd probably be him or her, Jose Jalapeno. <laughs> They're all pretty terrible. Senor Jalapeno, honestly. Yeah, the dead terrorist one I might not be able to... That's, okay. probably, that's definitely my least favorite of the... Oh, no, the fucking... Um, the dumb one is my least uh, favorite. Super something? Uh, I can't remember. It's, I think it only dresses like a superhero sometimes. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's essentially like his, uh, what's, what's the fucking puppet from Full House? That Full Uncle House? Joey has. Yeah, Uncle Joey has that puppet. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't remember. It's a screwy, it, is it a squirrel? Yeah, something squirrel. It's essentially his, like, Jeff Dunham's version of that. Like, it's just a squirrel who's there to be like, look at my dumb jokes, yay! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeff Dunham's, like, a scene on a fucking yacht made out of just thousand dollar bills <laughs> listening to this podcast like, <laughs> yeah i like to look it up once a year just to like slap myself in the face like how much is jeff dunham worth oh my god i mean i never thought he was like completely garbage or anything like that i just don't get why anybody like maybe in like five minute bursts it's okay i can't imagine anyone like sitting there it's, for an hour watching him do that it's weird because there are some people you're like okay i get why they're like into like i get why jeff Dun or jeff foxworthy makes a shit ton of money like it's nothing that makes me laugh that hard, but there's an entire portion of the country that's hilarious. But I've always thought that like ventriloquism and stuff like that would just be too niche or too gimmicky yeah. to ever make mainstream like that. I I could expect it to be successful, but to be like, oh, Jeff Dunham's one of like the probably like the top twenty like highest paid comedians in the world. Mm -hmm. You're like, well, that's stunning. That why is like your first response. Tried to be a negative. You know what? I think that's what my, my 2017 resolution is going to be. I'm you trying. seen the picture by uh, Gabriel Iglesias' new special on Netflix? It's like his head coming out of a donut. I have not, but I can imagine that. Sorry, I interrupted you. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to try to make my 2017 more positive. Try to be this negative towards people. So you're going to watch the Jeff Dunham special? I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say I was going to go insane for my 2017 resolution. <laughs> I didn't say I was going to be Bizarro Christopher. You gotta, gotta live up to the last of your 20s, brother. 
You're coming to a short end. Time to make some drastic changes. If you're going to say like you're a big fan of Jeff Dunham, at least write it off in your 20s. You know, I... All right, let's be... Let's start doing some bold statements here. I still like Dane Cook. Boom, mic drop. I think he's talented. Discuss. It's not like... I think he is a talented comedian. It's not... I mean, if I watch an hour special, even at his peak, like when I was in college 10 years ago, every special had a few jokes I liked. Um, it's always been too physical for me. Yeah. And I mean, that's I, not a bit... I'm I, not a big fan of that. I do get... I think it was uh, Ron White who was just like, dude, doesn't have punchlines. Mm-hmm. And I do see that. Like, a lot of times it's just energy. But I, I remember... He was one of the few albums. Certainly a talented guy. I, he was one of the few comedy albums I actually bought. Yeah. And I remember actually like a cut like a few jokes that were like hysterical to me. Yeah, I mean if the explosion that was Kevin Hart didn't happen, he would he would be the most recent like insanely Amy Schumer might be getting there, but as far as like selling out Madison Square Garden, I think Cat Williams maybe in between cuz I remember like early to mid 2000s, I guess mid to late 2000s, he was fucking huge Cat Williams. I remember seeing those yeah. specials all the time for that guy. Dane Cook was getting that college money. That I mean, oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not arguing which one made more money, but just I think Cat Williams was probably somebody who exploded. Selling more tickets is that is this what you're just talking? But about? I'm just mean. You're saying like Dane Cook would be the last one to oh, explode. Oh yeah, I'd be like I think. Cat and Dane Cook had a bit of prolonged. I feel like the Cat Williams train didn't wasn't on the rails uh, for a very long, long time. Um, but yeah, I, I, it was always just kind of too physical for me. But I, I appreciate the talent. I mean, I can look at it and, you know, I can look at a Picasso painting and not like it and still see, like, that took effort, that took ability. I like to think of you at, like, the museum. Like, Me comparing Dane Cook to Picasso. You're just like, hey, it's no Dane Cook, but <laughs> it's like, just the most insanely hot, the two. <laughs> just the most insanely hot woman's next to you and she just turns to you and spits in your eye. You're like, ah, oh! <laughs> right in there. Is that, like, you? flirting here in Europe? <laughs> No, it's definitely not. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> She's super Hispanic. <laughs> no, it's not. Keys in your. This is an old cleaning lady. Um, <laughs> the hottest cleaning lady of the. Yeah, but I, I always like at any point, I would, like Dave Chappelle, I thought was much better. So that was much more of a guy I followed than oh, Dan yeah. Cook. Um. But I mean nothing. I don't. I can't imagine anyone being bigger than Kevin Hart is right now, and has been for like a solid yeah, he's five been, years. He's been really hanging on too. Like that's the guy who you assume. Like it's every time I see one of those movies, I'm like, well, this has to be the one that just bombs it to completely because yeah. it looks like garbage. And, and he's like, got three others exactly the same. Yeah, it's this some year. other movie where it's like it's it's just one of the two. Either he's exactly what he is, or he's playing a role where it makes him seem contrary to the fact he's like a tiny, angry, like loud. Yeah, nasally, scrappy dude yeah. type of guy. Yeah, it's like either he's a movie where he's a fucking like nervous assistant banker who has to like jump into the world of MMA, <laughs> or he's the inverse where it's some other person needs to do it and he needs to be like their personal trainer yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, man, every one of these movies makes money too. You're like a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, I guess when they only cost like twenty million to make and thirteen million of that is just Kevin Hart's contract. Mm-hmm. But, like yeah. Eddie Murphy, <clears throat> like Eddie Murphy is like, and you know, I don't remember this, but I, I've seen enough and heard enough. Eddie Murphy had like kind of that rise, like boom, after the first couple of uh, seasons, Saturday Night Live, two huge specials. But then as soon as he started, you know, he had in like three years, Coming to America, Forty Eight Hours, Beverly Hills Cop, 
and then just never look back on stand-up. Kevin Hart is still like putting out three movies a year and a special almost every year. Yeah. And they're still pretty good. I mean, he's not my favorite comedian, but he's talented as shit. Yeah, I mean, obviously, and he hits upon... <clears throat> I don't think I'd ever want to pay 100 bucks to get a shitty ticket at a Kevin Hart, like, to see him oh, play yeah, at I, the I, I, 76ers I, arena. Yeah, unless it was given to me for free, and, like, I had nothing else to do that day, I don't think I'd go to see one. Not because I don't, like, not because I'm, like, fucking Kevin Hart, but it's just, like... I don't hey, like people, and it's going to be a crowded It's going to, yeah, it's going to be a nor... It's going to be, like, ridiculously crowded. Like, if you would give me a ticket to see Dave Chappelle, and it's, like, it's at Madison Square Garden, and you're in the butt row nosebleed seats, that would even be one I'd still have to be, like, maybe I'll go. Good luck... Like, I'm not even going to drive. It's not even worth trying to find parking up there. Yeah, like, that's going to be ridiculous. I do want to try to see more comedians this year, though. Because I think back, I'm like, there's only, like, a hand... I could probably count within, like, a hand or maybe two hands the number of, like, stand-up comedians I've actually seen live. Oh, well, I mean, I've seen a shitload of open micers. Well, I know. I'm not... I'm not considering, We're not like, counting this? I've what? seen hundreds. <laughs> I'm, I'm considering people that I saw I've seen on stand up 15 times. <laughs> I see him every time I drive by an Arby's. And he's on the, what he the says, corner screaming. He doesn't, always, he doesn't always blows it out the box. <laughs> Sometimes it's a pretty timid show. Yeah. No, but like, uh, who, who was the first stand up you ever saw? Uh, Mom, I think when I was 18, took me to see. I think it was for graduating high school, which I didn't do right away. It had to be <laughs> summer school, but whatever. Uh, took me to see Dennis Miller at. Penn State, and I think it might have been Brian Regan opening for him. Oh wow! I think I'm not. Sure. I know it was like a very clean guy with Brian Regan type of stuff, but at the time I didn't know who it was. Huh. My first was uh, Eddie Izzard. I, I've never I saw seen him. Eddie I saw him with Terry, and I was like, where there was a whole fucking story to the trip we went on because Terry went with some goober, like some goober, not even friend of hers, just coworker. <clears throat> heard she was going and just invited herself along mm -hmm. and she's like don't worry i was in philly like a like a month ago to see something i know exactly where we're going took us on a wrong exit mm -hmm. didn't know how to get back to where we needed to go and we got to the show like 15 minutes after he was supposed to begin oh, and got shit. our seats and here's the thing if you don't know eddie is very funny comic but he's very referential within his own oh, set yeah. So there was some joke about a chicken and a fire truck that we never got, but everyone else in the audience found hysterical. Like, the entire show, he just keep going back to it. He's like, and the chicken's there with the fire truck, and everyone's like, ah! <laughs> and we're just like, Did it not make one dude. of the specials? I don't think it did, because I never heard those jokes before. I mean, there, he had like a I might be a couple. Classes. I might be a couple specials behind on Eddie. Is I haven't seen him in a while. Stuff. But like, there's, he had some classic jokes in there. I think, I think the, the cake and eat it one's in there, too. Mm -hmm. um, or cake and die, rather. But, Did they bring uh, a flag? Oh, the one I always liked in there was the Godspeed joke. I don't know if that was ever from any of the specials, but he's like, Godspeed just something you can add to the end of a sentence no matter what. Like, yeah. It's just like, oh, you fucking dickhead passing me Godspeed! <laughs> and he's like, yeah, just throw that at the end. Yeah, I'm always surprised he's not a bigger deal. I mean, I'm sure he just fine. I mean, he, did, I, he was big at one point. Like, I, if you were to ask me, do you think the outfits got too bizarre? I don't remember, like, because I, I mean, every special they got crazier and crazier. They did, but I don't one think had a fake had fake tits. Remember? Yeah, but at the same time, <laughs> it's just like, I, like comedy, you almost go for a little bit of that spectacle at times. I don't like. I always get turned off when I go to like a comedy thing, and it's like, oh, it's like a, a super attractive white guy. Very like, oh, he could also be like a Brock, uh, Brock trader, uh, stock trader. He bummed out by hot white dude comedians. 
Yeah, a little bit. I always kind of looked looked at that. And I, I say like, there's a big jump between the hot dude, hot white dude comedian, and forty year old British guy in a leather bustier. But uh, just the notion of like, I always thought comedy should be for people of like. Not should be, but I always thought that's where it succeeded. Yeah, like that should be for like frumpy people and shit like that. It it became too distracting for me, honestly. But I never had much of an issue with it. I was always like, because <clears throat> he was. It's never like he was like up on stage and like it's like a super fake performance or anything like that. Yeah. It was just normal. And he's like, I love checks. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, I was kind of like, yeah, go for it, man. Like, I guess that comes with if you're a comedian of that talent, you're just like, look, I'm just gonna be like that, like. It's up to you to decide if you you are comfortable with it or not. I'm not gonna do this yeah. on, on your benefit. But I'd like to see him. He was, I have to say, outside. I guess I would say maybe overall he's probably the most notable British comedian I know of, like or comic, stand up comic. Because you'd say like Ricky Gervais, but I'm like, eh, he doesn't count. He's not a yeah, stand up comedian. I would concur. Technically. I guess done. now he is, but that was the whole joke of that one yeah. stand-up thing, was just like four, like three well-known comedians and then Ricky Gervais, and they're just like, so when did you start, Ricky? It's uh, like a week ago, right? <laughs> you must remember your first joke. Yeah. You're like, why? And then you see executive producer Ricky Gervais, executive director Ricky Gervais. Yeah, you're like, okay, make it a lot more sense. He made this. All right, that's how he got on his dais. Got it. But, uh, yeah, it was... <clears throat> Him and I guess for a brief period, Jimmy Carr was kind of notable over here. He got like that show on Comedy Central for a bit. Yeah, Carr Experience. Yeah, something like that. It didn't last long. I mean, no, that was the gay it. dude, Jimmy Something Experience, right? He's got uh, like he still has a show on BBC. Though. Yeah, that's that, yeah, that's the, I, that one was just hot fucking garbage. I remember watching an episode. It was right, right when White Chicks came out. He had one of the Wayne's brothers on and gave him a pair of mantis, <sighs> and I was like, this sucks. Yeah, <laughs> and I can never mm. watch it again. Uh, but yeah, Jimmy Carr had some show over here. I think he it was. A, I think it was a show. It was from a game the UK show, and like brought it right over. And he still <laughs> pops up from time to time. Like he was on that Rose Masters, yeah. which I finally watched. And man, does Ralphie May just eat shit? Is that embarrassing? You almost feel bad. for And him. no, I don't, because he's <laughs> such a dickhead about it too. Yeah. He's such like a fucking. He's like, all right, I guess he just gets to do two jokes then, whatever, and brings yeah. it up like six times. He's like, well, maybe if I got to do two jokes instead of one joke in that one point, I maybe one. It's just like, good lord. Would you want him to really get a second joke in when he just keeps crushing you over and over again and all you do is like, yo, man, you smell like diapers. It's like the yeah. name of the joke. You like the uh, the Jimmy Kimmel line? when he's Oh, yeah. I like, I, you know, Mike Lawrence, you, all your jokes are about that he smells and I don't know. He's not close enough to hear. I don't smell anything about him. Whereas you are quite obviously horrendously fat. <laughs> so every fat joke he makes, I could instantly identify with. <laughs> it's the perfect level of bluntness for a comedy show, but not like completely insulting, but still like, I'm not going to mince words. You're fat as shit. Yeah, I mean, you're I fat. Like, I could tell you're fat. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. I don't know why he would have gone with that. Uh, did you see the Tony Hinchcliffe like suit of armor? <laughs> yeah, that was another weird one. Can't and he remember. ends on that healthcare joke that gets nothing. nothing. Yeah, that is great. Where it's almost like he's even waiting. He's like, oh, okay. He's flabbergasted. Yeah, he's hell. like, all right. <laughs> that was his closer. He was saving that. He didn't do bad though. Like overall, but he took it shitty in the post too. Oh he yeah, he was it. another guy who like kind of acted really easy. But he's like, ah, I guess you guys just don't like joking about healthcare <laughs> at all. Like you can. Yeah, you can not be happy that you lost, but don't don't start shitting on the audience. I'm glad to see that's becoming a thing, like the roast battle thing. I, I did think a, I did feel like Sam Rowe got robbed. I thought he definitely beat the shit out of that chick. Uh, I thought they were both pretty good. I, she was a lot funnier than I was. The only good one she had was that your eyebrows look like they're high fiving each other. That she had that one. That might have been one of the best jokes of the night. That was pretty good. And I also like the one where it was like. Uh, 
he has kids just go home check out his computer yeah uh, there were a lot of like child <laughs> like child molester jokes that she had <laughs> which were pretty good it always I, feels like a weird thing to say There's some pretty sweet child rape humor in that one I like the performances uh, I hate just about everything else about the show I hate the, the I can't the truck horns I mean I know the I, wave there that's that's like a weird minstrel thing I didn't know existed anymore and 90% of the time when they go up it doesn't have it it's like someone makes a joke about someone being fat and then they'll walk up and they'll be like we're gonna punch a hole through this painting boom yeah. And like, like some of them are out. so long, and they're they're just not funny. And they're I get I, I are guess, they supposed to be distracting to the comedians? Like it's supposed to throw them I off. I think their it's game? meant to keep the audience entertained, like while they're laughing between like the jokes and things like that. Like it's meant to keep the energy level constant. Like if someone bombs, they'll come up and still kind of like almost like a like a, I guess like a rodeo where it's like as the in between here's something to entertain you. To never, like always keep the energy high, but it, it, it is strange. Yeah. This is a Comedy Central show that, for some reason, in between roast jokes, has this three man like improv group that run up on the stage. Originally called the All Negro Wave, and then there's a white guy. They just dropped it to the wave, yeah. But and they usually in like scants, usually without shirts. The one guy never seems to wear a shirt. And they all, from what I, the ones I saw, nobody seems to wear shirts. And they just run up on stage for like. Five to sometimes twenty seconds, depending on what they're doing. Yeah, it's very minstrel, like like wacky humor all over. Like yeah. One of the guys will have like a like a nipple shirt, like a mm-hmm. bottle shirt, and they'll start drinking milk out of the nipples and stuff like that. And you're like, all right. And then also uh, air horns and shotguns firing when they think a joke did okay. They'll do like that, like the first shots. Or... I hate all that stuff. I can get so I can get like the first because I think the the roast masters in New York does it. Where they'll do like the first that's one. That's the New York one, isn't it? Well, that... The one they did there was in Toronto. Oh, uh, that's right. Um, that just like, relaxed. Yeah, but like the Roast uh, Masters one, I think, is the one like Lewis does where he hosts it. And that one has like the first blood when somebody hits like the first good joke of the roast. Oh, yeah, I hate And I, I get, I'm okay with that though. Mm. Like it's when it's over the top that I guess, or too much of it that gets Which I would say it definitely is. Oh, yeah. Like, and I can't stand Masters. Jeff Ross. Like I never. First and foremost, I've did never he, found Was I not him. right? Did he not say every performance? Like, this yeah. is the strongest thing I've ever seen. He'll, 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 it'll be someone who'll eat shit on stage. And I guess it's because he's trying to be, like, the amicable one of the group. But he'll, def- he'll like, stand up from his chair and he'll be like, guys, guys, guys. The meanest guy at guys. Yeah, and, like, it'll be like someone else is trying to make a point. He'll be like, guys, just first, everybody just stand up and applaud these two. Because what they did was just incredible. I was like, what, to watch Tony Heathcliff just fuck up, <laughs> just eat shit on this welfare this healthcare joke or whatever. yeah like it wasn't it wasn't like heart surgery <laughs> yeah like i'm like i get it like it was a good roast battle none of these that was the what be- the first round of applause was yeah. <laughs> none of these have been the best roast battle i've ever seen in my life is though. like you don't have to like stop guys i've been doing this for 80 years i've never seen two people go at it with this intensity and such humor before it's like everyone it's staying up like guys you just have to give it up because these were some of the best performances yeah. i've ever seen in my life like this isn't great I'm like, How many he, times he said that was the strongest joke of the night? Yeah, is he dying, Jeff Ross? Like, does he have cancer or something? Because oh, he great. looks super sickly, shaved his head, which Still is not pretty, a good look. No, I think his head's just shaved. He's always been an odd looking dude. Oh, and like he look, his face just looks like it's falling apart. Like I kept looking at him, I was like, is, it, is he dying? He's a pretty ugly dude. Nice. Wait, that's he's the definition of a schlubby looking dude. I keep waiting. I'm like, is there like a but like, is this like the twenty four seven your hardcore title where I can find someone to challenge you for the title of roastmaster? Because I've yet to hear you in a roast I like. Yeah, I've, I don't, ne- I've yet to hear you like really tear someone apart in a roast. And I don't get in, it. Even I mean, in those where he tries to tell jokes, like all of them are kind of like awkward jokes. Where I'm like, 
<laughs> and the last few years, there's been so much more presentation than like substance to him, like him and his wacky outfits, like the one he came dressed as Gaddafi, and yeah, I am just, I, it's one of those ones. I'm just like, I, maybe I haven't seen the good, like maybe it's just the Comedy Central ones, like he toned it down for that, and like if you catch him, like. And like a show you wouldn't know it for as like much that. dick as he was sucking on Roastmasters. Yeah, that's that's where it was crazy. But it's worth it to just watch Ralphie Mae just get so infuriated <laughs> and just eat shit that entire battle yeah. against Mike Lawrence. It's baffling why somebody that's, I don't know, I, if I had to guess if at I'm least 350 pounds. If I'm pounds, that fat, I'm like, alright, well I've got to find out some stuff about this guy and just tear into him. Because yeah. I can guarantee 90% of the jokes against me are just going to be vicious fat jokes. And the ones that weren't were pseudo- referencing a divorce that might not be public yet i don't know <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean that was like like i don't know if you are getting divorced but if you are that's hilarious it's like a great like joke about like uh your wife really really wanted to must have leave you because if she just waited three more months she could have had all your money instead. <laughs> yeah it's like oh it's so brutal it is coming from mike lawrence not in great shape by any no. means <laughs> and he is like a very frumpy dude when you see him like close yeah. up you're like oh okay but I'm not fat as a dump truck. <laughs> no, man, that's that. Uh, that because if I was like, if I was at my fattest, I would never want to do anything like that. Because you're just like, oh, that's any, that's everything people are gonna hit on. It's just like, look at this fat sack, and it's so easy to come up with fat jokes. There's yeah. so many. Oh yeah, definitely. But we will be getting to see uh, Lewis Black this year. Lewis Black, yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm trying to think who else I'd really kind of like to see Brian Regan. At I'm taking point. it. Norm's not happening. Probably not. It's going to be some tight budget stuff. That's fun. Yeah. It's probably best for me, too. Um, hopefully at some point. Get Sounds like he though. tours fairly regularly, though. Yeah. Unless cocaine doesn't end any day now or alcohol. <laughs> Who knows? Just hang in a couple more years, Norm. I'll get to see you. Um, yeah, I think it'd be kind of cool to see like, Brian Regan maybe at some point. Yeah, I wouldn't go to see Brian Regan. Yeah, okay. Uh, Ron White. If I ever got to see him live, Ron I'd be White really be disappointed sweet. if it was every joke I'd already seen before from him, but... Oh, he does tater salad, but then he even stops doing it and just points his mic out to the crowd like, <laughs> like he's a famous salad. singer. Like, hey, everyone, just finish the whole tater salad story for me. <laughs> like, it, you, you did the opening line, like, I, they call me tater salad. So like, I got pulled over in Texas. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a lot of the story left to tell Ron. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot. This is going to take a while. Does anyone remember the name of the town he's from? <laughs> it's small. It's uh, Amsterville? Is that a thing? Nah, that's where the ghosts are from. God damn it. <laughs> Amsterville. <laughs> That's what that ghost house is. That ghost house. <laughs> uh, I feel like there's a lot more I'd actually be interested in seeing, but I can't think of. I mean, Dave Chappelle's great to see. Louis C.K. would be a big At one. At this point, yeah, Louis C.K. At this point, Chris I, Rock, I assume, will be touring if he's got a special coming out. And you know what? Maybe another bombastic statement. I'd like to see John Mulaney live now at this point. That's another one you can go to. Uh, have you watched his stand-up specials? They're usually pretty good. I watched the first half of the one you had out a couple years ago. It was alright. I, I thought they'd been really good. The only joke that like stuck with me was like some midget. Like, hey, you can't say midget. That's like the N-word, midgets. He's like, no, it's not. Because you <laughs> notice we're saying midgets, <laughs> but we're not saying the N-word. We're saying the N-word, yeah. <laughs> that was the only joke that stuck with me. He had, some, he had some other good ones in there. I, I always, It's also one of those things where it's like, oh, I like anyone, like a comedian who knows Catholicism. Mm -hmm. Like, those are usually pretty good ones to get to, because you can get on that great Catholic humor and things like that. Yeah. Not a big thing for me. Well, alright. guess this is where the podcast ends forever. We just go our separate ways. They had a... Was uh, Ari Shafir playing on, like, one of the serious comedy 
stations. He's a comedian. And uh, he's like, yeah, I took a lot of shit the last time. Like, they'll come in and they'll just get to pick, like, here's my top ten comedians. And they'll play, like, bits from their list. And at some point he got, like, and here's for my most overrated, shittiest comedian, Bill Hicks. Wow. And he's like, I'm going to play ten minutes of Bill Hicks for you and you're not going to be able to point out a single joke. And he does. It's just doing Bill Hicks doing applause breaks, talking about, like, war on drugs is bullshit, people, and, like, three minutes of clapping. That's crazy, because I always thought he was one of those guys a lot of people enjoyed. Like, I, I've known... He gets a lot of respect, but I would tend to agree. He's not very funny. I've had a lot of people I know who, like, inspired their entire, like, comedic styles off of Bill. It's just, like, that very angry, almost shock jockey kind of attitude towards it. Like, just, like, pure anger and vitriol. Dennis Leary just stole it. Yeah, but Dennis Leary uses it like differently. Also, has not stand up in quite a while. Yeah, I was also like, I almost love Dennis Leary more for fucking Ford commercials and that Fire Fire show. Had probably hasn't done stand up since the nineties. Yeah, guess. but like the Bill Hicks stuff, like anytime you see it, it's just like pure like just find some dude in the audience and screaming at them. Almost. How often is it though a good point and not actually funny? I don't even know if I'd find them all necessarily good points. I feel like I watch and I, I don't really hear jokes or things like that. It's usually just some kind of, like, state. Like, it's just kind of things that get thrown out in an angry voice. Mm-hmm. So I would probably say, I would probably agree with that. Not very funny. But he is on, like, I, a I mean, lot I of people's watched, best list. Yeah, I haven't watched him in years. And I don't know the last time I ever watched, like, a full special of him or anything like that. It's also one of those things, too, where, like, even if someone's not necessarily, like, because I, you know, I love Robin Williams. I think he's one of the funniest guys out there and so much energy and everything like that. But I never found his stand-up particularly entertaining. No. Like, that was one of, that was why I, I mean, that's really, the, that's the, that's him as, like, his most, that's the extreme TV. example of physical comedy. Yeah. But, like, you know, I still feel like there's people I love. That one where he just, stuff. whatever the one he did in, like, 2003 that just had a bunch of, like, he had a whole tray of glasses of water that he was just drinking and then also spraying all over himself. He's, like, a, so oh, yeah. wet by the end of it. I think it might have been the weapons of self-destruction or something. He had one, you're like, why is it this <laughs> political of a title? Yeah, and well, that's what they keep getting more and more, too. It's tough to, like, I, I watched, uh, like, the first five minutes of, um, oh, the guy from Wayne's World. Dave. Mike Myers? No, the other guy. Dana Carvey. Dana, Dana Carvey. I watched, like, the first five minutes of his new special, and I, like, immediately had to stop. I was like, this is, okay, way too political, immediately, yeah. right out of the gate. I could see that. I was like, all right. Yeah, not for I mean, It's weird because, you know, you almost kind of expect comedians to be political because it's kind of like part of what comedy is, is to like shit on mm-hmm. the stuff you normally can't. But I don't know why. Like when it's that like vitriolic and angry, it's almost just like, oh, I don't want to, I don't even want to sit on this. I forget what comedian's description was, but he's, uh, he said, that's why, uh, why Trump won because everyone hates politicians to some degree. But you can't go out and kill a politician. You know what's the next closest thing? is just humiliating them on camera. And that's what Donald Trump got to do the entire time. Yeah, well, I think also it came from people who just, like, turned that entire fan base, that entire, like, voter base into a joke. Mm-hmm. And all that does is, like, reinforce their desire to make that point even more true. Mm-hmm. So, you know... That's why, like, any time, like, that's when I see that, like, that Dear White People video from MTV, you're just like, come on, guys, like, what are you doing? This is exactly, like, the issue. Like, I'm glad to hear it didn't get very many likes. No, I, I haven't heard a single person. I mean, I'm sure there's a fucking, there's a group on Tumblr or whatever that really dig it, but it's just that notion of, like, 
Come on, like, that's not the way to go about making things better. If you're trying to actually bridge unity between people, or if you're like, no, we just want to be from our side and hold the morally superior edge as though we're not being kind of douchey and condescending the entire time. Or the, like, oh, white people, you can have Kanye West, though. Like, oh, because Kanye West met with Donald Trump, he doesn't get to be black anymore? Yeah, I was like... Didn't sh- wasn't that a long time ago? He was like the one person speaking, like really, like I know the whole like dot black George Bush and like black people thing was like a meme in and of itself. But yeah, I mean, wasn't there also a lot of people being like, "No, that's the truth, man. He doesn't." Mm-hmm. That was my black Jason impersonation, by the way. It's I would pretty put, even. I'd put that back in the oven. I know. <laughs> I don't think it's ready <laughs> yet. Here. But yeah, no, it's if that's a Stromboli, there's still a lot of raw <laughs> ham in there. But like. uh have you ever had anyone accuse you of, like, mansplaining anything or anything like that? No, I'd probably stop. I mean, a chick would have to be super hot for me to even let him finish that sentence if do they you, started it like that. Do you even know what man? Do you know yeah. what mansplaining is? What's your definition of it? Because I tried to explain when it to When a man, you. like, condescendingly tries to explain something to you, is my assumption. Yeah, but is it... I, I didn't know like, you're talking to. down to them? But I didn't know if it had to be particularly about, like, something, too. Like, it had to be about something political. I think it can be anything. anything. I try to explain Maybe not how to cook a souffle or... Well, I guess, I guess they could, because they're like, should know this. Yeah. <laughs> Skirt over there, jugs. It's a weird thing. Yeah. And then manscaping, or not manscaping. Manspreading. Manspreading was, was the thing. Yeah, on like public transportation, just slowly spreading your legs out so you can take up more room. And I'm like... Or possibly like rub your legs against the chick next to you. I'm like, well, look, I mean... If you're not wearing a dress or something like that, yeah. chicks can do the same thing too. I mean, it's a bit more strange, but yeah. I mean, it's not as though it's inherently more dangerous, right? I don't like, think I'm so. Crazy. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm like, do I not? Am I forgetting something about women? Like, no, if they stretch their legs too far, their vaginas explode. It rips. I'm like, oh no! It's like a fusion core that gets ruptured <laughs> and start thinking like nuclear reactor science going on. I hope I'd never heard of this before. I feel like someone should have mentioned this at some point. In my I need life. to start paying more attention. I need to go back to school, <laughs> get those old fifth grade science books out. Ooh. So I got a bunch of things. Actually, okay, go for it. Um like to point out this, I don't know when this will get dropped, but Tuesday. this New Year's Day. So, 2016, pretty cool year. I'd say the two things I liked the most, or the three things, was being able to finally run a half marathon with you and Terry. Run the 5K with Allie, you and Terry. Mm-hmm. And then uh, being a groomsman in a wedding with, like, my three closest friends. That's pretty sweet, yeah. Yeah. And then usually I had the Fallout 4 joke written for the end of that. <laughs> You're like, I beat Fallout 4 and it blew. Didn't happen. What would you say your uh, uh, you know highlights would be? Honestly, probably the biggest highlight was see like visiting Adam in Tampa. Probably when that tub of cookie dough got here yesterday. <laughs> probably when that tub of cookie dough like fell off the truck and I got it for free. Uh, seeing Adam in Florida was really nice. Like, was that cool. a chance to like get out of PA too and go somewhere yeah. different? Um, it was the weird thing though. It was actually warmer here when you got back. For yeah, some, it, it was, was cold. like that. It was like crazy hot week we had yeah it was warm here and it was like shitty and cold down in there it was like their coldest week they'd had there yeah like rainy i was like oh man that's kind of bar. but no like tampa was so nice um outside of that though it's probably like getting the car it was 2016 wasn't the bad year for me but it was a year where it was like not a lot of great things happened oh man <laughs> you were part of two of those three things I, I just listed well no i mean those were good too you just mentioned them but i'm just mean in general it's also the same year i was diagnosed with depression and sleep apnea so it was like oh i gotta deal with these things too Mm. On top of other stuff, but I mean, it was a good year. Uh, let, me, let me let me retract some of that. 
it was a good year in many ways because both of those things I just explained aren't bad things either. Mm-hmm. Like both of those are things I'm actually fortunate for since they can be treated or at least yeah. worked on. But uh, you know, as far as like, uh, so your buttocks is gonna fall off. Oh no, from the sleep apnea or the depression? No, like yeah, both. Well, either or, either or, they both do that. Both of them make my buttocks fall off. Is that your official medical diagnosis? I'm not. I'm starting to think you aren't a doctor just because you have a doctor's coat on. It's starting to look. It's pretty tattered. It says it has a Halloween spirit sticker still on it, actually, for ten dollars. Uh, no, but like. Uh, was a good point in some directions like i think the podcast i do the other one we can learn to recap continued to kind of grow and get bigger um we did a like, huge episode for it that got a lot of attention and mm-hmm. i managed to like upgrade my equipment and things yeah, like that cool. so i managed to start making that more and more of a thing which is slowly like the goal i want to have to like try to turn that into like a more yeah. full-time thing mm-hmm. uh this podcast started doing it on a more regular weekly schedule too, which is there's shitload nice. of guests this year too. Shitload of guests, a lot of people I like to get on again too, like just <laughs> and not just blood relatives. Yeah, no, and that's nice. It's nice having other people on, getting to experience different things on that. Um, so in that way, yeah, 2016 had a lot of growth in that way, but uh, it wasn't a year where I'm like, man, what a huge step forward. I killed it. Yeah, it's like I murdered 2016. So that's that's like the goal for 2017 is to really look at and be like, all right, I murdered this year. Okay, a lot more chances. Pretty happy with my performance. I'm gonna be, risk, I'm gonna be risking 2017. Should be a good year. I get some good feelings. That's that's my hope. That's that's my hope on. And the fact that it's a gorgeous sunny day on Fourth of on the New Year's Day. Yeah, that is kind of strange. It is definitely like uh, like you know. I mean, obviously, I'm staring at your glistening kneecaps right now. Yeah, I always forget how short these shorts go until I sit down. When I'm and I'm like, oh, Mikey's wearing booty shorts today. Right. <laughs> when I put them on, they go right to my knees. But as soon as I sit down, it's like. What can I help you with, officer? Squeaker, squeaker, legging cross. That's how old I am. I have to put like oil in them. Squeaker, squeaker. Um, yeah, no, I, I got some, I got some ideas for things to do in 2017. Cool. Uh, you know, one huge failure you had in 2016. What's that? Was uh, back in the horse that Black Panther is not Batman. Because I have finished that comic you gave me. Actually, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I have like 20 pages left, but. Um, just a few similarities. Uh, both orphans. Are you aware of that? I mean, yeah, he gets orphaned eventually. I think in the books, his dad is the original Black Panther. And his mom's died dead almost from the beginning. Okay. Uh, Filthy Rich has a bunch of gadgets. All right, I feel like that doesn't necessarily. I mean, so is Iron Man. This, to be fair, I don't know is maybe centric is to this. Iron Man also an orphan to this comic. Uh, no, they died when he was in college. You don't get to call. It, you don't get to call it an orphan. When, okay, when, when did Black Panther's dad die? When he was like a teenager. Okay, so the teenager. Mom died very young, but it was already raised by servants anyway. Essentially. Okay. Um, Tick tack, whatever. <laughs> no need for racial slurs. <laughs> so no need for Wakandan slurs to be thrown. Out. <laughs> you goddamn ticky tacks. <laughs> Driving so slow. There's a. This might be centric to this comic because he spends a lot of it in New York, but it's definitely all finding crime at night. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could see that, but I think that's not his usual fare. Vast majority, I, that's true. That might not be the case, but that for this comic, it was definitely. Yeah. Um, the vast majority of his villains do not have superpowers. Yeah, well, I mean, you got me there. I couldn't tell you a villain outside of Ulysses Claw. 
who I think that's like that, and that would be his most powered Superman. It's yeah. a lot of just like strong kind of dudes. Yeah, I have no idea what his villains are. Essentially, uh, can't hold down a relationship. I don't even know if he has like a a Mary Jane. You or meet whatever. about three of them in this right. <laughs> story. Good for him. He's playing around. But it's playing a lot of yeah. It's a lot of Zatanna's like, please be with me. Here's my pussy. <laughs> just throwing their clams at him. He's like, no. The uh, needs me. Doesn't say much. Uh, very few jokes, slash kind of Dirty Harry, kind of Clint, or no, Clint Eastwood, like, good, bad, and the ugly. Comic bookie, you'd say? No, I mean, there's, okay. no, please. Right. That's certainly not based on the Marvel Universe. <laughs> Everybody's the out movie, there with wacky one-liners. The movies are different than the comics, though. No, I'd say there's plenty of people know, there's, there's plenty of quipsters out there in the comic books. I mean, Captain America shows up in the book and throws out, like, a goofy zinger or something like that, <laughs> maybe you have a point. I bet he does. <laughs> well, you got those twenty pages left to read. You better hope. And um, yeah, and that's it. I think he's exactly. I feel like that's not enough to cement the two of them as the same. It's Look, I admit there's similarities, but there's. I don't think it's enough that they're duplicates of one another. I think they both kind of occupy their own space. I think they're very close, and they look almost identical. I mean, I think it, it'll help more once the Black Panther movie comes out, and you're like, oh, okay, like they these guys shared a completely different environment. Mm-hmm. Because now that I've seen Daredevil, the TV show, you're like, oh, so this is their Batman. And there's Moon Knight, who I've been reading more and more about, and they're like, oh, this dude is 100% Batman, essentially. It's like, mm-hmm. except instead of, like, traveling out in the Himalayas to learn martial arts, he was a soldier of fortune for a little bit. Oh. And he's insane. But that's, okay. like, outside <laughs> of that, it's, like, identical kind of, like, stories, like, orphan at a young age... CEO of an expensive company in their family's name that they use like a Playboy cover of while they at night then become a superhero vigilante. So it's something Marvel's good at. Something Marvel's good at. Yeah, they hit upon later on. Black Panther, I don't think, is. Shoplifting identities and passing them off as your own. Alright, you know, I feel like this isn't the way to start off 2017 with you being oopsie and poopy about it. I wish I had paid someone to knock on the door right now and be like, Google police, we're here for Christopher. See, it's so strange because I called so many other things in 2016, like on my other podcast, and he had like three big predictions this year, and everyone was like, wow, you really called those ones? I was like, I am pretty good at this. And I have like my goober giant nose brothers over here, like Batman and fucking Black Panther are vaguely similar. <laughs> no, that's definitely not what I said. Vaguely similar. They're vaguely similar. They're enough almost, to cause injustice for me. They're almost carbon copies, except Black carbon Panther. Copies. <laughs> Black How Panther had to, eat, had to eat an enchanted root to become special. Hooray. Uh, for all those times he goes up against his clown-based villain. Batman <laughs> just does it naturally. And Black Panther has to eat, like, collard greens and herbs and spices. <laughs> the soul of the panther gods are in me. Alright. Continue. It's not a bad comic, though. As much as I... It's got some highlights. Uh, it's narrated by kind of a... a really weird characters I've never heard of. Yeah. Some, like, State Department agent that... Oh, is it Everett Ross? Yeah. Okay, so that's... That, I think that's one of Black Panther's allies. So what, who I can't tell is, like, is he supposed to be shorter than everybody? He almost looks like a midget in some scenes, and then some he looks like... Well, play, he was played by Martin Short in Civil War. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's the guy who did The Hobbit, right? Martin Short? No, Martin Short was a comedian. Isn't there two Martin Shorts? Martin, uh, the Martin Short I'm thinking from is, like, Three Amigos. Uh, Martin Short... Thinking, what's are you still thinking about Delaney? For the love of God, (laughs) I'm like John Delaney's hilarious. He's hilarious, Mikey. Or Mulaney? 
let's see here. What's the name of the guy from Hobbit? As soon as they showed that commercial. Martin Freeman. Sorry, that's it. Oh, wait, hold on. No, that's not it. Is it? Martin Short going like, yes, is that John? I was like, all right, this has to be terrible. Uh, yeah, Martin, Free- Martin Freeman's the guy I'm thinking of. Sorry. Oh, okay, Martin yeah, so Freeman. not a tall guy. Yeah, but that's the guy who's playing him in. He played oh, him. He in looks Civil like a War. real young guy, and and I have to assume he'll be playing him in Black Panther. Then when that comes out, he looks like a real young guy in the comics. So, all right, so it's the start of the new year. Do you want to talk about what you're excited for in 2017? Sure, I can do that. Uh, also, let me actually look up. Here's a segue. How about celebrities I'm most looking forward to dying oh. in 2017? Yeah, we have to do our death pools. Do you mind if we like take a break so I can pee real quick? Uh, hold on. Let me. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll do it. We'll we'll stop here and we'll we'll pick it back up in just a moment here. But we're gonna we're gonna nail it down. We're writing it down. Yeah. And it's gonna stay somewhere in this house. And call this episode death pools. So okay. <laughs> we remember. And three celebrities and what one surprise or two celebrities and one surprise. Two celebrities, one surprise. Also, I'm, if you want to include rollovers, here's the way. Anyone on, if you pick anyone, like whatever, I say Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby dies this year. All right, let's submit the You one. buy a pizza. So yeah, if the, if the celebrity on one per, on the other person's poll dies, that person has to buy them a pizza. Yeah. Not like mom gets to eat half of it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't order it at five. <laughs> I get here at 535 and it's like one slice and a crust. It's like, hey, you got your pizza, all right? You done with time. You can also roll over if you had Pete, because I have our list from last year. You can roll over, you know, if you think this will be the year Stanley dies that you hope. Mm-hmm. But if he if he does die, I owe you two pizzas. Oh, okay. If he doesn't die, there's got to be something shitty to happen. Like if you have put a rollover one and he goes by, like I had James Earl Jones last year. Mm-hmm. If James Earl Jones still doesn't die this year. All right. All right. So we'll, we'll pause here. We're going to come back and we're going to have those. All right, we're back. Oh, boosh. So, seamlessly. Even though we had just established what the rules were prior. Insert Doritos commercial there <laughs> when you release this. Mikey decided last moment to put a game changer into the, the, the death pool. Okay. Pick actor or actress you think are, is gonna, could die this year. Uh, one musician, one wrestler, and then one wild card. And the wild card, we'll base this off who you pick. That's a three pizza win. Oh, we're definitely not going to do that for mine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're definitely going to be like... George that's, Bush Sr. You're like, that's a one pizza deal <laughs> at best. <laughs> George Bush Sr. That'd be great. Raul Castro. I want, uh, you want me to start? Or? Yeah, start with actor. Uh, I'm doubling up. And bringing him back from next year, Bill Cosby. Okay. I don't think his fortunes are going to change. They certainly haven't gotten better this year. Maybe he hasn't gotten as much attention with all the political stuff, but I don't think 2017 is going to be a better year for him at all as this trial drags on. And he could seamlessly have quite a few civil lawsuits after that. I can't remember if I put him on my last year or not. So I guess you can tell me if you have a list. But uh, I'm going to, my actor, I'm going to do Jack Nicholson. Oh. I mean, it could. Be, he hasn't been in a movie in like been, six or seven I've heard since it's, Departed. I've heard, yeah, I've heard it's a lot of like Alzheimer's stuff too. So I feel like that's something that could happen at any point. I saw him in. The, I could do Betty White, but I feel like that'd be. I mean, they interviewed him after. She's still acting. They too. interviewed him after Ali died. So in the last six months, 
I mean, he was sitting down the whole time. He definitely looks older, but he seemed still pretty sharp. Yeah, but I think that's part of the reason he doesn't act anymore, so he's like, I can't do it with this. and he's he, That's why he's out of the public spotlight and stuff like that. Mm. Um, I believe last year, I'm looking it up, but I know I had, uh, I think I had Bill Cosby and... So Bill Cosby's my double. If I fuck this up, we gotta figure out a punishment for that, like doubling down on someone and they still don't die. By the by, you still have to watch Yoga Hosers. What did I lose for that? It was a bet at some point. I don't know what the bet is off the top of my head. But is it available it. anywhere? Yes, Netflix. The most easily accessible one. God, son of a bitch, damn it. Why? Uh, I'll do my position while you look this up. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do Aretha Franklin. It's not a very gutsy pick, but I understand. No, not in the slightest, but free pizza's free pizza. Well, I, 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 I know, and I just shit on you, and I was like, I'm picking Willie Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, I, I believe, 87? I, I, look. Rita Franklin's just fat as the day is long, though, too. And they did an in-memoriam for her at the Grammys this year, assuming she wouldn't last until, like, <laughs> long, and she's just survived into the new year, so I feel like that's a safe one to go with. I'm going to look like a real fool when she's in 2018. I'm like, look, this year, though. All right, so I did Willie Nelson. Now we're a wrestler. Okay. Uh, you go first, this one? Ric Flair. Uh, Jake the Snake. I thought for sure. Oh, I thought about picking him. I was like, that's such a sad pick, though. That's a sad pick, but that dude lives so fucking hard for so long. That shit eventually is going to catch up. You think you. a relapse, or do you think it's just his heart? I think his heart just, just gives out. It's like Eddie Guerrero. I assume his heart just gives out eventually. That'd be fine if he relapsed and then it happened again. Then I mean, yeah. It still gets me for it makes that. <laughs> I didn't, I, we're not picking how they die, so that doesn't matter. What if I bought you three pizzas, but you have to sit there and watch the Jake the Snake oh. special <laughs> while you I'll go. do it. I'll be like, these pizzas will last me long enough. <laughs> well, same. can I get the second pizzas, like, later days? You, you can eat them whenever the hell you want. They're going to be cold by the time. Every time, every time you're eating the pizza, you have to watch, be watching the keep Jake watching the Snake. It? This seems like a weird punishment. Oh, like you're going to sit there and eat it with a knife and fork. Like, mm, just a little bit of pizza. I'm just saying. You're going to eat it like a man, and you're going to deep throat those pizzas in no time. Not in one sitting, though. Three pizzas? No, but over the three pizza eating fest, I feel like it would still be less time than the entire special would be. You'd probably be making out. You're insane. <laughs> Angry just because I picked someone you liked and you're too sad to admit that they lived hard. <laughs> oh, he lived very hard. <laughs> and might die. That still puts surprisingly old for his age. But it's still kind of a feel-good story if he's still clean when it happens. Oh, yeah, that's fine. If he relapses and, like, if, tweets the N-word out a bunch of times I'm and just then saying, dies the next If he day. dies, like, surrounded by his family in a bed, like, you know, getting to say goodbye. Or if he dies, like, like six heroin needles. His son looking his at him wearing the Intercontinental title. Not yeah. This, look, he's never going to be a champion. <laughs> yeah, man, come on. But, like, or if he goes out with six heroin needles in his arm, I get a free pizza either way. No so, regrets. Yeah. Uh, no <laughs> no regrets. N-word, N-word, N-word. <laughs> no regrets. Alright, yeah, yeah, I think Ric Flair, I mean, that's, again, not a very gutsy pick on my part. Um, he's old as shit, and, I mean, it's, it feels like the only way he'll get out of debt at this point. Oh, yeah, he just has to escape it through death. As my placeholder's not anything, I'm, 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 or my wild card, I'm, I'm carrying over Stanley. Stanley, I'm, yeah, yeah I'm you're s- not getting three pizzas no. for Stanley. But I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I feel confident that's gonna happen. I'm going Jim Carrey. Okay. Not, I mean, I'm not going to say he seems depressed, but, you know, you hear him in interviews. He, it reminds me something like his Howard Stern one at points, like the, uh, like the Robin Williams one with, uh, on WTF oh, a couple man. years before he died. 
Like, it's definitely, like, the guy admi- admits to, like, really dwelling in some depression. And, you know, when you heard Rob Williams, like, hey, it's just someone being honest with himself and, and you know, sharing. And it's like, oh, no, it did haunt him, and eventually it did destroy him. Yeah, although I thought I heard part of Rob Williams' thing was... Uh, he might have gotten, like, a dis- like Parkinson's or something. And it- that, and I thought I heard it was, like, a mixture of, like, wrong drugs or something like that played a part in it, too. The one, the rumor I thought I heard was that he got like not Parkinson's, but something very similar that was gonna yeah. be like this will kill you and it will kill you slowly. And it's gonna take away and let you know. Yeah. And it was almost like a, I want to go out. That's the version I heard, but I don't know if that's ever been confirmed by an autopsy. Yeah, I'd have to look into it more, and that's always been something I never really wanted to look into more. Like, let me dig to delve deeper into the. Maybe have a slightly Williams. more optimistic version of this suicide of a hero. <laughs> nope, oh, it's still sad. They're like, oh no, he, when he found out his daughter was uh, <laughs> barren and <laughs> or something, like, oh no, just sadder news on top of it. Because I mean, at this point, Jim Carrey's just got to be tired of like banging hot bad pussies. Movies. I mean, or no, just yeah. like yeah, the bad <laughs> movies and just banging hot pussy on the side. I'm sure that's been fun for a while. Just when you thought he was done, when he hit his 40s, and he's like, Jenny McCarthy, get over here for no discernible reason besides the fact you got great tits and ass. Yeah, I mean, and he's certainly... And come out barely lucid in interviews. Yeah, it's uh, a sad part of things, but... Yeah. See, we're already talking about him like he's dead. Yeah, I don't, you know, I'll, I'll give you two pizzas. <laughs> I hope he, like, <laughs> hope he jumps off a building... And, like, he's about to land on Jake the Snake Roberts, but Jake the Snake Roberts just takes one step over. And he lands right on Bill Cosby. Like, no! <laughs> That's ten pizzas! That's ten! If he lands on him, you're like, oh, it seems like there was no way that was... How did this happen? How did Bill Cosby, <laughs> Willie Nelson, and Jim Carrey all in the same plane? <laughs> in Topeka, Kansas. So weird. Seems like they would not be in the same room. I gotta take a loan out to get Mike the amount of pizzas I owe him for this odds. I had to trade my kidney in. And you know what? If he'd have lost all those, all he owed me was a bag of chips. But that's how sure I was. This I got one out. pizza from Stan Lee dying this year. It didn't. It, it didn't counter anything. <laughs> it's so negligible on how many pizzas I owe him. Oh wait, he's still hanging on. Hold on, it's just you pulling the plug. Like there's pizzas afoot. Sorry, Jim. The pizza's a game. Sorry, there, Stan. <laughs> Well, now we have them written down, so now it can be actually known. We won't have to rely on people sending us. <laughs> like, what, what, was this? what did we pick for the Death Bowl? <laughs> we should put in like a. Do you want to add an athlete? Uh. I would just be picking a boxer. So I'd have to think of like a football player that probably would pass. Well, there's got to be tons. I mean, yeah, there are, there are far younger than you'd think. There are a shit ton too, but it's also like who I want to like think on things like that. LT, maybe this is finally his year. Nah, I don't see that. I'm, you know, he's, I think he's got a little bit longer going. I, I'd, I'd have to like stop and think on it because I'm sure there are a crap ton of players who are like on their way out. I can try and remember is like is Barry Sanders still alive? I believe so. Because I feel like that could happen any day now. But I, I'd have to think on that one a little bit longer. Is Mark McGuire still Stop trying to add extra conditions to this. That <laughs> yeah, I it's all just for. extra pizzas for me. Extra nonsense you just keep topping all on. Isn't that weird? Charles Barkley drove a plane right into a Willie Nelson concert. God damn it. God damn it. At least Bill Cosby wasn't. No, he was! <laughs> Alright. I think we should store you somewhere safe, though. Get like a... Uh, Fighting hellfish, like, <laughs> like <laughs> vault in here. Oh, the will. What's, remember, the tom, we can't tom, both whatever. sign with an X. A da tom. Uh, We're in the last surviving brother. 
gets all those pizzas. The all them one. pretty pictures. Yeah, it's all like it's explained so far. Yeah, Christopher's bank finds out he's dead and <laughs> cuts off his debit card. Uh, all right, but uh, before we wrap things up, I wanted to go over some 2017 movies. See if there's any that uh, particularly excite you. Starting in January, Triple X Return of Xander Cage. Absolutely not. Nothing? No. Not even looking. I didn't even like the first one. What about A Dog's Purpose? That super sad dog movie. No, I don't know what that is. You, it was in that episode that got cut off between us, but where the dog keeps coming back as other dogs and eventually reunites with his owner later on. That sounds terrible. You're a bitch. Uh, John Wick Chapter 2. I didn't see the first one. Oh, the first one's pretty good. Lego Batman movie. That might be good. You fucking just <laughs> giant DC giant cock-sucking. Batman cock sucking loser. You like him too. That's why you keep trying to force that Black like, Panther shit on me. I like Black Batman well enough. Like I like a black Batman. <laughs> why can't Batman be black? That's all I'm saying. Logan. I'm definitely looking forward to that. With the hopes, like, come on, one great Wolverine movie is all I ask. Ooh, it's in March, too. Interesting. Ooh. Early March. Oh, really? That comes out pretty soon. March 3rd. Yes, that's not that far. Apparently, it was coming up that soon. Do you remember, we definitely talked about it on the last, like, podcast, the first podcast of the new year last year, on what was going to be the nerdiest year in, in cinema history. Between the six comic book movies coming out, another Star Wars movie coming out. Mm-hmm. I feel like this year might be even bigger, just with everything else that's happening. I don't, hold on, there's one movie I remember. The Wall, the Wall, an upcoming war film about two American soldiers trapped by an Iraqi sniper. That seems crazy. Well, hold on. Here's who stars in it. Aaron Taylor Johnson, the guy who played Quick or Quicksilver in the Avengers movie. Okay. And John Cena. Hmm. That's when I really, I'm like, I need a trailer for this immediately. <laughs> With only an unsteady wall between the two of them. And it's Amazon Studios' first original script. Oh, wow. Interesting. It's coming out in theaters? Yeah. Comes out March 10th, apparently. I'll probably skip. Doesn't sound that interesting. Uh, Kong Skull Island. Is that going to be the stu- is that going to be the intro to finally King Kong and Godzilla fighting each yeah, other? Yeah, it's done by the same studio. I might see that. It's what's kind of and Terry pooped all over me when I said this because I didn't like another Amy Schumer garbage comedy movie trailer that was also there. <laughs> right. But uh, and I know she's in her car right now bitching, but who cares? Uh, it's what's nice is it's all Kong Island. It's not about him going to New York and having mm-hmm. that story retold. It's about like Kong as the leader of this island and there are like monsters underneath the island itself that are going to come and face me. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's essentially going to be like Godzilla with that. But that does sound kind of cool, the idea of eventually getting a King Kong Godzilla movie. Yeah, and like a huge million dollar, like multi-million dollar production. And actually get like a good director for it. And and have set up beforehand where you've seen And we've already seen Godzilla and King Kong, so you don't have to rely on like the mystery of seeing them or anything like that. That'd be cool. That'd be something a little bit different. That'd be the only other... That, I I can maybe dig the Universal Monster Universe, but then... Frankenstein versus Wolfie. Well, not even versus. Just, like, them eventually doing some, like, Avengers, like, team up against something. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know if Dracula was the bad guy in the Dracula Untold movie. I don't know if the mummy's supposed to be the villain in the mummy movie. What, the new mummy movie? Yeah, it just looks like some anonymous, like, Egyptian chick thing. Oh, yeah. I don't know who it is. They made her kind of hot. So, I don't know what that's going to be, but... 
the idea of like King Kong and Godzilla and then eventually they'd make like a giant monster fucking movie out of mm-hmm. it. Like, oh, Mothra's here now and fucking other Rodan shit. and yeah. Eventually all of them kind of squeak in. And if you just put the budget on that, I think that'd be pretty I was like, yeah, as long as it looks good and it's got an okay story. I don't need like a rich tapestry of just something that's not complete dog shit. Yeah. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. But it's a live action? The live action one. Emma Thompson, or Emma Watson, Ewan McGregor, Ian McKellen, Stanley Tucci. Hmm. A lot of big people in that. That feels like if I had a, if I was dating a chick at a time, that'd be like one. I'd be like, well, I guess we'll see. <laughs> and you're just secretly like, would never go by myself. That would. <laughs> uh, Power Rangers. No. Ghost in the Shell. No. I never saw the original, so. You can see it anytime you want. It's right there. <laughs> it's your fingertips. Oh, there's a third Smurfs movie. Yeah, unfortunately. Man, that's shocking. Animal Crackers. Let's just see. If this is exactly <laughs> what I think it is. <laughs> I'm probably getting that movie about cookies I've been asking for. I'm hoping so. It looks like it. Are cookies done just starring in my dreams? Uh, premise follows the Huntington family whose life is turned upside down when they inherit a rundown circus and a mysterious box of animal crackers which magically change the person who eats them into the animal they have eaten. Oh. They must save the circus from being taken by their evil uncle Horatio P. Huntington played by Ian McKellen. I was really hoping. Good God, Ian McKellen. Oh, and with Sylvester Stallone and Danny DeVito, Emily Blunt in this. There's so many people in this. Raymond Simone, Patrick Warburton, Wallace Shawn. Sounds like a lot of good voice work. Good Lord. That is a little... Tara Strong's in there? I was kind of hoping it was going to be Giant Cookies. Gilbert Gottfried? Giant Cookies running amok around the town. Like a Jumanji except with cookies. Destroying people. (laughs) Yeah. Killing them. (laughs) <laughs> Man, maybe not that much. It's really, really brutal movie. Cookies eating people. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're like, oh, they'll be looking for me. Oh, no. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. <clears throat> I'll see it. I don't know. Eh, maybe in theaters. Alien Covenant? Probably not. No. Diary of the Wind. It's got to be his last project. Uh, Ridley Scott? Who yeah. Knows? He's in his 80s. Should have put him on your death. And he's just, and he's just putting like his last ounce of strength into more bad alien sequels. Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Long Haul. I mean, you've seen all the others. What is the kid, 20 now? How is it still Diary of a Wimpy Kid when he's like getting his dick sucked by like... Paying for process. By some like freshman like sorority girl. Power. Oh, what wacky adventures will we have today using our imagination? <laughs> Let's go buy beer. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. I haven't seen the last one. Baywatch. Dead chicks don't burn dinner. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean 7. Oh my god, though. I think it's a real life inspiration, it seems like. Does anybody watch? No. Got a hot Indian chick. Have you seen the trailer for it? No. It's not, it's surprisingly, it's not what you think. Like, it's a, it's a more self-aware movie than I think people were expecting it to be. Like, it's very much playing into, like, a very... I assumed it was a premise. goofy comedy. And it's a comedy, yeah, yeah. It's like a comedy that has, like, a goofy premise to it. And just exploits the fact that, like, yeah, it's a lot of people running in slow motion and hot yeah. bodies and things like that. Uh, Wonder Woman. I'll see that. Loser. I just hope it's okay. Please don't... Enjoy leave. that alone. Don't... <laughs> Enjoy that alone. Sorry, ladies. No help from Christopher this year. No. Not for Wonder Woman. Not for another DC that, turkey. We'll have to ask Terry. That might make up for you not voting for Hillary Clinton. I feel like if you see Wonder Woman in the theater, it's like, no. let's go, girls. What's that? <laughs> Girl power. I watched Jessica Jones. Doesn't that count? No. That's terrible. Right. <laughs> you should hide that uh, from the world. 
But Wonder Woman will be much better. With DC's so proven track record. It's much shorter. <laughs> Who knows about shorter? It's a fifth The of Mummy. Movie. Probably not. Uh, Transformers, The Last Night. They're still making those, apparently. I think I'm a couple Transformers behind at this point. <laughs> I don't so. think I've seen even Transformers 2. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming? Yeah, definitely. War for the Planet of the Apes? I don't know what that is, so probably not. Wow, wait, that Valerian movie that we fucking saw the trailer for, that's not coming out till July? Seems impossible. That seems that I thought that was like a hey, we're dropping this off in March because this yeah. looks like it's gonna bomb. Let's <laughs> try and squeeze it in there under quiet time. Good for them. Dark Tower, the Idris Elba Matthew McConaughey. Oh, is that finally? I'll die. Yeah, that's uh, July twenty eighth. Is my uh, schedule. I'd be very curious to see some stuff from it, but I mean, I love both those actors. I was definitely interested when it was an HBO thing. Ooh, the Emoji Movie. Nah, no. The Hitman's Body. Unless there's like a, hot, a lot of cute teenagers there. <laughs> Oh, there's a sequel to Nut Job coming out? The Nut Job 2, Nutty by Nature. <laughs> With Bobby Cannavale in it. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It was that one that Liam Neeson played like a... It had Liam Neeson in it as like a raccoon who was used, like obviously the villain of everything. <laughs> it's like, we need to get all the nuts in here by winter. And then of course once they get all the nuts, he's like, I'm taking the nuts, see you later. <laughs> oh, I, haven't, I haven't seen it. It sucked. <laughs> I, Terry saw it would be solely because there was an animated pug in the movie. And Bobby Cannavale is throwing his lot in there. Like, yeah, eh, let's try it again, boys. Apparently. A Rio 3. Yeah, I like the Rio movies. It. I didn't realize there was an It uh, full... They're redoing movie. It again? As a full, like, in-theater movie. With Who's going to be the clown? Uh, well, the top name on it's Bill Skarsgård. He's not bad. Oh, maybe I'm thinking someone else. Hemlock Grove. No. Uh, I could, I guess, see him. Yeah, he plays Pennywise, the dancing clown, and it. Huh. So that's going to be him. That could I, be interesting. I, I mean, mean, didn't, didn't Tim Curry have one last great performance in him? I feel like. <laughs> oh, to do it again? Or he's saying in a wheelchair? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. When he like, managed to give the peace sign at the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and like that was, he practiced for weeks for that. I haven't even seen that. Is that... A... I, I didn't hear it was very good. I didn't watch it. No, I mean, was there actually a shot of him doing the piece? Yeah. They, they mentioned... Like, that was in the trailer. Does he, look, like, does he look bad in it? I mean, it's a shot of him in that. I don't know if he actually says anything. I didn't watch it. All right? I don't know okay. how many times I had to stress. I didn't watch it. We both squandered 2016. The in Lego so Ninjago movie. Probably skipped that. Are you sure? You watched the last one. Because this doesn't have Batman in it? It's oh, not... here we go. And he is it's in a movie this year. He's in the Victoria and Abdul. It's a biography drama. Mark down your calendar. September 2017. Uh, Blade Runner 2049. If it's not on the theater next to the Cracker Barrel, I might not see it. Blade Runner 2049? I just saw the, the original like a year or two ago. It was okay. It's it's a bit trippier than I like for a Wow, movie. this is a weird cast. Harrison Ford, obviously. Ryan Gosling. Playing Deckard. Yeah. Jared Leto. Dave Bautista. Uh yeah, it's a strange group right there. Yeah, it's like Westworld, except they're more merged with the fake people. Mm -hmm. But they're still second-class citizens. Kingsman, The Golden Circle. Did you see the first one? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good, actually. I still haven't seen it. It's one of those ones I like, keep meaning to see, but I don't know. And it was on HBO for so long. I know. I like, tried to tune on HBO the other day to find a movie, and it was just nothing but garbage. It's pretty good. Pretty bummed by that. Friday the 13th. Wow, they're doing a new one of that. Again? Yeah, it's set for October 13th. It's a good day for it. I mean, you'd think one of them would make money. 
It, it hasn't seemed to have worked out. I mean, slasher I, movies, it's hard to make that kind I of... I think the think, Rob Zombie Halloween remakes did okay. Yeah, it did all right, I feel like. I mean, ho- ho- like horror movies, like those ones in general, are pretty cheap to make, so it's pretty easy. Like, as long as it's well-received, it's usually easy to make your money back. Oh, a new Saw movie. What is it, 8? Saw Legacy? Yeah, I don't know which one of this this is. Insidious Chapter 4. Oh, God. I haven't seen the third. Uh, Eighth installment in the Saw franchise. Yeah, alright. I guess they're doing uh, Saw Saw 3 or 8. I've probably seen the first two. I mean, I've heard bits and pieces up to I think like through Saw. It's definitely not a Mikey. It's definitely not a Mikey movie. I don't really care for horror films. I definitely don't care about like gross horror films. Yeah, like the body like bones getting cut. And... Well, I like villains. Like, and if it's something like that, I can at least get into it on that. But like, it's not like Jake Saw himself does anything. It's just he's yeah. a dude who puts people in traps. And then forever, how many movies like he still was alive after this supposedly very terminal like, yeah, cancer? Like super cancer. Have... That was like the whole reason. The whole point. Po- yeah, the whole point is like I'm imminently dying. So I'm gonna fuck people up. Yeah, uh, Thor Ragnarok in November. Uh, yeah. Unless that just looks god awful, which I can't imagine. I'll probably see that in theaters. Uh, Justice League then. Oh man, that's brutal. Justice League comes out two weeks after Thor Ragnarok. Probably that could be that might that's probably pretty planned on their part. Yeah. Well, I mean, also look at it and you're like, all right, well, you get that. I guess two weeks after a lot of the drop offs off, but it's still if Ragnarok Thor and Hulk in the same movie, it puts them in a weird position where they're almost rooting for. For Ragnarok to do okay, at least you don't want it to. Bomb oh, you don't want it to in. suck in yeah. another superhero movie. Although this, I mean, Justice League depends heavily on how fucking Wonder Woman does. If Wonder yeah. Woman eats shit too, people are like, oh, that blew as well. Yeah, you didn't think it'd be another make or break year for for DC, like back to back. Like, yeah, you guys. Uh, yeah, I was like, I couldn't possibly blow it a second time. I wouldn't call like the first one a raving success. Certainly not critically. I've, it's of all the DC movies I've seen like since like the Dark Knight stuff ended. I would say Man of Steel has probably been my like easily my favorite of them. I was like it's the one I disliked the least. Yeah, if you took out the Kevin Costner stuff in it, I'd have loved it. And the twenty minutes of fucking Russell Crowe swimming around Krypton waiting for it to explode. I was like, I get it. We all know how this yeah. goes. Yeah, that's a bit much too, but. Outside of that, I thought it was I think it's a pretty solid movie. Up. Pretty good. But I, I also enjoyed Batman vs. Superman, which yeah, well. others in the room did not. <laughs> Scotia. And we're not quiet about it. Stosh, uh, Star Wars Episode Eight. Mikey, I'm driving back from the theater, because clearly you're too much of an idiot to even handle you're, wood pedals. You must be under the influence. <laughs> if you thought there was anything redeemable in that poopy diaper full of garbage we just ate. <laughs> that fiery, pretentious piece of shit. Uh, Star Wars Episode Eight in December. Sure, I can't believe that still doesn't have a title. Uh, probably come out soon enough. They're probably just holding on to it. Leia's right Revenge. <laughs> well, shit. Well, poopy. Uh, uh, I guess. God, again, what her? if she dies in the next one? What if they just had brutal. it written in there though? That'd like... be pretty brutal. But I don't know. Maybe who knows. I mean, if this if it plays the same way the first trilogy did, we're like, Imagine the this needs to be the Empire goes... Star ba- the Empire Strikes Back of that fucking franchise. The amount of like grown men nerds just like crying in the audience. That'd be pretty tough. It might be hard for me not to even like well up a bit. Jumanji remake comes out in December. Uh, why? I guess why not? Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart. Wow. All right. And well, the that's... Jumanji. Right, that's well, the Jumanji hold remix. On. Let me tell you, Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart, Jack Black. Mm. 
Bobby Cannavale and Karen Gillian. Nick Jonas. Wow. That is a crazy group of people that I can't grasp. And that's all for Jumanji. Yeah. All like how do you why do you need Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart, and Jack Black? I assume any one of those three could have just been the lead. Versus the the powerhouse that was the original cast of Robin Williams and, and then the, that one David Allen Greer yeah, David Allen Greer <laughs> and uh, very young Kirsten Dunst I who mean. makes no jokes yeah. throughout the entire movie despite being a comedic actor as well uh, Pitch Perfect 3 the end of December is there's a pretty big drop off between Pitch Perfect 1 and Pitch Perfect 2 so. yeah, like, I, I really don't think the acapella girls are. I didn't see any of them in theaters and didn't pay a dollar for more than any of them so. Oof, the 6 billion dollar man with starring Mark Wahlberg. No, that definitely should be still the $6 million man, and it should be a comedy off like how little $6 million would get you in, in like Cyborg and rehab. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the trailer for... Uh... Well, I have to be plugged into a wall at all times. <laughs> I forget what the name of it is. I must be on this list somewhere. Two questions. Yeah, go ahead. What did that... Uh, Matt Damon Great Wall of China movie come out where he's fighting monsters. no it's coming up but I can't yeah Great Wall here it is uh, that comes out February 17th okay and I assume it's gonna just be awful <laughs> I just assume uh, where is it it's a Mark Wahlberg movie oh have the Patriot seen? Day or Patriot's Day that's it have you, have you seen that one you know what I haven't heard it with audio I've only seen it like at the gym reading captions and it just it looks really douchey but it seems... I mean, it just seems like a lot of lip service to, to Boston. Well, it's it's weird, too, because... Which I'm not saying I'm against, but I don't need to see so it. So much of the trailer feels like it's really coming down on, like, the Middle Eastern community. Oh, really? Like, yeah, because, I mean, like, you know, the two guy, the two kids, you know, I, I don't remember what their exact ethnicity is. Zarnoff? Yeah, or, like, Turkestan. Or... Yeah, so, but, like, they, they're going after them, and, like... There's a scene where it's like a Muslim woman, and I guess that was working with the police, interrogating another, like, you know, individual Middle Eastern descent, and like in a really harsh kind of way. But then the trailer. Well, ends. she's Middle Eastern too. It's okay. Yeah, but then the trailer ends with Mark hey, Wahlberg God being like, head. "Guys, it's all about we gotta get together, yo. We gotta. It's about love between our community, bringing it together." And I was like, "This trailer does not signify a lot of kid togetherness." No, I haven't. I'll pull this up real quick. I feel like it fits into that area, like the same as that Antonio Banderas cave mining Chilean movie. Oh yeah, like this wasn't long enough ago that I don't remember it, and it's not, it's not recent enough that it's topical. No, you're not hating upon anything different. It's not like it's an untold story either. Like I kind of got the Lone Survivor thing because it's like, hey, not a lot of people know about how this mission went, Mm -hmm. what went on, and this is a story worth telling. That I get. This it's like. Everyone knew about the fucking Boston Marathon bombing. Yeah, no it, was, one, it was very well documented. No one was unaware of this. I'll pull up uh, Kevin Bacon in it as well. Patriots Day. I actually have a Kevin Bacon clip that's hilarious, but if we got time. Yeah, like my sweet How long of a podcast has this been? It's almost two hours. Can't wait for nothing bad to happen today. <laughs> oh. I'm go down to Sebastian's, get my breakfast sandwich. Isn't that John Goodman? Yeah. Not looking yeah, not looking too bad. 
I think John Goodman just Googles to see how many death pools he makes in into every single year. Since 1997. He's like, you fucks. And he just uses it as his motivation to live. Since 1997. He's like, when I was 36? You fucks. Since Roseanne just started? How is a young, strapping, 330-pound minx? There's a couple of before Roseanne started. We were in Let's start beating some Muslim kids. Bump, 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 like flashlights. Well, what else would it have been? It was a bomb at the finish line. Two bombers. We gotta find these guys before they do this to someone else. We're thinking it could be aliens. Then set up... <laughs> it might be monsters. Then put explosives in a crock pot. We have two lead tannins. It could be terrorists or Freddy Krueger, who's escaped the dream world and is attacking us in reality now. Using quesadilla makers rigged to be bombs. Yeah, look, here's this. Which, I thought that was like the chick from Supergirl for a little bit, and I was like, that'd be a weird shot of her. I want a lawyer. No, I have rights. You ain't got shit, sweetheart. Candy Alexander. And it's like, huh, alright, seems like they're getting... Wait, was that Zarnoff? He looked Asian. Oh, J.K. Simmons makes it as well. Because the older brother died, right? At the, like, event. Like, he didn't even make it. I don't remember. And I think it was the younger brother. It was the Christopher. That <laughs> The sweet Christopher makes it <laughs> I'm ugly old Mikey dying. Chris, old Mikey. Christopher gets to be on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine. Yeah, and then at the end of it's like, love will get us through. Some fat kid gets to see his dad. <laughs> Some tubby kid managed to make it past the whole machine. It's so good to see you. Oh, you couldn't have wiped the devil dog fucking cream off his the face? The attendant came by. They said your lunch is going to be late. Or maybe never. I was trying to think. Because uh, if the Larioses were like an ancient house in Westerosi time. Okay, go on. I would be the inheritor to the lordship as the oldest male cousin. So Uncle Ricky and Uncle Tony don't have, you know, out of the five brothers, Uncle Ricky and Uncle Tony don't have any sons. Okay. Be oldest me, and Christopher sitting in Winterfell like a young brand stock, like, I'm never going to get my chance to rule. I, no, I get to fly and out. And I get my, like a week power. later, I get my dick cut off and set up to the wall, and you're like, oh, I get some charge. Mikey made some questionable decisions. He really, I don't know why, he decided to go fly that plane to Willie Nelson's concert. <laughs> Free pizza! <laughs> it's all worth it. Wait a minute, no! <laughs> My last three seconds of life, like, no! I fucked this up. I could have gotten so many pizzas. And why Mikey surrounded his, made his king's god his drinking friends. <laughs> How many of them were awake when the king died? Only the king. It's pretty sad he could outdrink all of his drinking partners. Yeah, he was really good. They were all pushovers. His barest insomnia of drinking passed out after two margaritas. <laughs> yeah, well. It I guess be, it's up to me to lead the family then. Yeah. Or, I guess, if I'm following the chronology of Game of Thrones, I fucking get whisked off into Canada <laughs> to get magic, like, super future scene powers in my new crippled body. <laughs> Where of course Terry, where of course Terry now feels that I'm more worthless than a dog that barks a lot in a stress situation. You climb up the wall and see 
Cersei and Jamie Lannister banging each other, and they push you off while you're jerking off. Like, no, I wasn't done coming yet. Well, uh, on. It's, it's a, it's a my t- legs. <laughs> it's an alternate reality. So who's the Lannisters to our, <laughs> our Starks? Or do I like go up the wall and it's like Frank and Adam making out? I'm like, my friends. So I like fall off. Like, oh, so queer. I'm telling everybody. I hope I don't forget. <laughs> boom, boom. Like, yeah, just immediately into a rock. It's like, ouch. It's <laughs> just Hodor walking around like, I know I'm a giant, but we need to take a break. You're actually kind of heavy. <laughs> oh, you're kind of fat. Oh, oh, I thought oh. you only said Hodor. <laughs> I, I, it keeps it real when I needs to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, for fat jokes on you, for fat slams, I can always talk. I can always drive it home. Well, where are we going I can always now? Stephen Curry. It if well, I where do to. we need to go to be safe? Hodor? <laughs> Wait, it's awesome. So you pop in when you need to make a bad joke about me. It's a little early for supper, don't you think? It's a little for breakfast, don't you think? Are we leaving today? Hodor? Okay. Great. <laughs> I guess the better comparison is I'm Jamie and you're Tyrion. And Terry's our alcoholic, like, way, thinks she's way smarter than she has sister, apparently. She does love wine. She does. And a Terry that, like, never had to work again, who knows? Ooh. I don't know what, I honestly, I don't know, I'd have to come up with like a rigid schedule for myself to maintain if I just had all day to sit around and drink and eat lavish meals. I'm starting to think about it, I do feel myself to be pretty witty. Quite the, str- doing it. Quite the strategist. So Matt, you just gotta, you'd have to like really work your way up to all day wine fests. I got yeah, I, well, that's the thing. I gotta work on my... Even drink. on his laying low Tyrion Lannister, he still always he's, has a glass of wine. He's always drinking, yeah. and the thing is, is, I'm definitely not a high-functioning alcoholic <laughs> at all. Like, a couple beers in, I'm like, oof, let's just start <laughs> I scream- love you, Dario. Let's just start screaming. <laughs> <things. I'm> not, <laughs> let's just start peeing in the river. Let's go see what those grayscale guys are up to. <laughs> Please stop making off making out with the rest of the king's god. Never. <laughs> I'm your king now. I get not. Or... Sir Scotia's the king. Or Lady Scotia. <laughs> Lady Scotia of Scotianton. Or I can be, uh, I guess I'm Samuel Tarly and you're the, like the young athletic, <laughs> younger oh, brother. Oh, I'm the... I'm bookish. I'm like, Dickie. <laughs> <laughs> Dick and Tarly. <laughs> Dickie Tarly fucking took over for you. Oh, what's up? It's my big nerdy brother here. As you're like nugging me. I like to think that I'm the Samuel Tarly. And I was too fat and fey to get, like, Dad's pressured sword, so we gave it to Alex. And I'm like, well, hold on. That kid's fatter than I am. <laughs> and he, and <laughs> he's younger, and he me with, like, a younger, spelter version of myself. You should have seen me at that time. You've got a kid who was exactly like me, but slightly fatter at a younger age than me. He's getting, I didn't is, play in band, either. This like, is short-sighted. You're not... I feel like I'm slightly, like, this is definitely the same situation, if not worse. I'll put the money down right now. I say I'm still not as fat as him in ten years. <laughs> you think I have to say fat? Oh, yeah. There's no way, Alex, if he had listened to a podcast, there's no way he'd listen into this, like, into one. Oh, you're saying, like, he, like, this, like, he listened Is there any later. chance you weigh more than Alex this time next year? In 2018? Mm-hmm. That'd be an interesting one to put on. What do you think he is, 250? You wanna, you wanna he's still dress, pretty short. You want to do this on air, like start distressing down our younger brother as how much he weighs? He's still pretty short. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> we don't have to linger on it, but okay. you know, just uh, to dabble. Dip your toe. Hmm. He's pretty short. He's also such a... Alright, hold on. I had to tangent this into a story. 
So what if we could get a real, uh, like, if Dad could get an actual weight, do you want to put a pizza on it? <laughs> Close oh, yeah. Like it's, oh, oh, I feel like a good bet would definitely have to be in there. Like, if Alice can weigh less than me. The issue, though, is I already know, like, how to lose weight and, like, get into better shape. So it's all about him, essentially, learning It's that. all alien to him. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's about him, essentially. He didn't work it. Yeah. <laughs> That's so eating right. You had to have seen that work before. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's been on the sandwich at some point in life. <laughs> like, no, the right stuff. Uh, <laughs> but we were at Dad's place for Christmas. We went down to visit him. And Alex, for Christmas, got a drone. So it's one of those, like... Yeah, it has like the four corners, propellers, flies into the air. Yeah, it's got a Stromboli forklift. Yeah, so he takes it outside. And apparently already broke one of the pieces of landing gear on it. I don't know how, but he's like taking it out, takes it outside. Dad's, I don't even remember where Dad lives, but it's like a townhouse. Yeah. And like across the street from it, it's just like an empty field. Mm-hmm. And then right to its left is a gas station. So of course you think, we'll go out in that empty field and go fly it there. Now Alex gets like right outside the stoop, immediately flies it up, and it's like... It's like comically flies right over the fence of the gas station and then just falls right down the other side. That's awesome. And it's like a chain link fence with barbed wire over top and like enclosed around. So you'd have to go inside to talk to him. But he dropped it like it's basically between a shed that's right up against the fence. And it's like, all right, well, we can get this out. And it's the entire time is Alex has just given up all hope of getting this $200 fucking drone that wow. he just got for Christmas back. It's just like, well, I guess let's just leave it there. And I'm like, why don't we try? For, and we were able to manage. I basically managed to like jury rig it up the side of the fence, and Allie helped climb up and like grab it over the top, mm-hmm. and we got it back. But it was the entire process, even as we're getting it to work. I was like, "Well, I guess I just lost that drone." Just gave like, up on it like yeah. an old man. I was almost. like, "What are you doing? It's it, we we can get this. Where's what the, are you giving up? Where where's this quit come from? Where's your can do spirit? <laughs> like, where is this? You've had the life beaten out of you as a fourteen year old." <laughs> come from you just got this at worst you could ask the people inside he's like no they're super mean i was like then let's try to just jury it up the side of this thing but yeah it was definitely like one of those moments i'm like first i had to save christmas for you second of all yeah <laughs> why did you immediately step right out of your house and fly why did you get <laughs> you can't be this dumb is this what the li- if god I mean, forbid like some game part? of thrones thing where i get rob stark and then <laughs> you get like just oh. randomly killed too. <laughs> I'm, I'm brand crippled and forced to the top of the wall, so it's like, all right, fucking well, Rickin's taking over. We gotta rely on Alex Rickin. Fat Rickin, for Trickin, <laughs> Frickin over there. <laughs> Frickin, Frickin Stark over there. Like he fucking, I don't know. He like he tries to get on top of his horse and falls over. Like, Let's just don't go to war. <laughs> it's like, no, hold on, no. <laughs> this is way too much giving up so quickly. You have cake start. for breakfast. For breakfast, for breakfast sir. sir. That's usually to celebrate a victory. We have a very major battle ahead of us. Do you, do you really need uh, whipped cream on your pancakes for breakfast, sir? <laughs> I've already put so much syrup and butter on it. It's like it's sweet enough. We've been carrying those vegetable carts and they're just spoiling in the back. Well, we keep stopping and trading all of our arms for candy. <laughs> the giant Starbucks hot chocolates. They're so expensive. Chances the sigil to like dessert is coming. <laughs> With a like a clock that has no arms, so but like, it's, still it's like, always coming. It's still an empty ice cream dish, like because it's the king's. Don't <laughs> don't touch it. Yeah, I feel like that would be fitting. <laughs> All right. The end of our house. House Alex. Well, no Alex. No vegetables, please. Alex dies. In That's it. His, his no vegetables, please. 
And take a picture of a cheeseburger with like a big X through all the tomatoes and lettuce. Just a bo- giant bowl and a... Mozzarella sticks, please. What's that soft serve ice cream place with the frog? Oh, sweet frog. It's just like a big like bathtub and sweet frog full of toppings. This is like $83 on it. I like, do we that save our dad the, paid. Do we save it for the next time he's on? I feel like the same thing's always going to happen when you try to confront Alex on something where he just kind of stares at you for a while. Yeah. It's like, say something, goddammit. We're just going to be like, so you remember that time you went to Sweet Frog and got like $20 worth of toppings? How amazing would it be if he was great on the podcast? They're like, oh, yes, the third Lario's brother. Just killing it. But he's not. He barely talks at all. What, me? Could change that easily any day now. Any day. We'll just have to poke it out. Probably with more bad jokes. But great. Yeah, you worked so well with the Hopefully last one. Hopefully heard this entire bit about him being the young goober lord of the, the new... And it's like that thing of like, I mean, Mikey does have a one-for-one one in getting younger brothers who are overweight to, to get into shape. Partially through just pure, constant fucking hassling. Cut. Um, emotionally empowering statements. So many days I like went into my room and almost just cried. It was like you had a friend over. Like you used to have Sean Hassan plug over, and it was just like, like an hour and a half of just constant calling me fat. And I'd be like, all right, I think I'm done playing this SmackDown versus Raw. You know what? I had to do it to myself to get myself into shape. So that's probably the only way I knew how to do it. I didn't have a dad around telling me like you're getting oh, fat and soft. There you go, Dad. Wasn't me this time who did it. No, I mean, hey, at the end of the day, I'm responsible for my own reactions. Was it that bad? I didn't realize. No, no, I don't know. I wasn't. Honestly, I don't consider your motivation the primary reason I lost weight. That was a relationship I was in that I did it for, primarily. But, I mean, eventually, you'd nag on someone enough that you could, if nothing else, you could say, the person's never forgetting the fact that they're fat when they're around the older brother, Mikey. That's for certain. They're never unaware of their fault. I've been so kind. (laughs) I've watched like two weeks of you eating a whole tray of cookies every night. And not once been like, hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, what's up there? Tub tubs and <laughs> slap my belly. Oh, but now that you mention it. <laughs> it's a lot of cookies. Oh no. I mean I guess I enabled it. I just bought it. Yeah, yeah, you buy <laughs> I just put a garbage bag full of cookie dough. You get it, bragged about it. You came downstairs during D and D like, guys, I got this enormous thing of cookie dough. Yeah, I didn't know your friend <laughs> was gonna start like coming all over the room like cookie dough. <laughs> It was great. It was like a moment of like a cold conversation going. Jason just zoned out. We had black Jason over for D&D by yesterday. And then like the topic of cookie dough came up and it's like his eyes lit up. Yeah. As though you just like granted him away. She's like, oh, cookie dough. <laughs> I just whispered it. This might go on record as the longest episode of the Super Larry's Bows podcast. This is well over two hours now. Coming up on two hours 15. What was the longest before this? How long was the Oscar one? Oscar one might be up there, actually. I think that was under two. I feel like that was like an hour 45, though. If we do something for the Oscars this year, can it not just essentially be like, hey, we're both going to eat five hot pockets? No, it won't be that. I, I think we have to accomplish something better. I've also been thinking... An actual game? I feel like that would be... Something. There was no game to that. It's like, no. hey, it's just agreed we're both going to eat five hot pockets tonight on the podcast. No, well, it'll definitely be something to it. I feel like there needs to start being... Uh, when are they, March? Regular bets on the show. Yeah, February, March. Okay, so they are coming up. Yeah, it's coming up real soon. So we'll probably, I'm waiting for, the, the nominations will probably come out sooner rather than later, I think. I haven't seen anything that I know of. No, well. Unless Suicide Squad? Maybe for best costuming, managing to find a pair of shorts short enough for <laughs> fucking Harley Quinn that still managed to 
technically not qualify as, as nudity. Like a <laughs> yeah. As not technically quali- qualifying for a skin and well, I guess you couldn't completely draw her taint from memory, but <laughs> I feel like I'd be able to do a pretty accurate description. That actually came up. I, I haven't uh, listened to a Fat Man on Batman on it, but they, I guess that's been announced that Gotham Sirens is like one movie they're going to do now, and I guess yeah. it's going to be Harley Quinn. I assume you put in Poison Ivy then, since they're like Poison Ivy and Catwoman. And Catwoman. Any interest at all in that? Because I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh. If I they were knocking the DC products out of the park, yeah. It's, like, I actually like Batman vs. Superman. I did not like Suicide Squad at all. So I'm pretty apprehensive about them like breaking out into these kind of secondary storylines when the if main they, ones aren't even established, really. If there was, if they said outright no Joker in it at all, I might be more interested. But I'm like, if it's that same storyline of Harley Quinn, like, oh, I can't wait to see my Joker yeah. again. I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. I'm sure it will be. And the last time Poison Ivy was done on film was not spectacular. No. The Uma Thurman one. No, that's terrible. It's It's god-awful. So anything would be better. I mean, look, uh, the rumor was Megan Fox. Sure. Megan oh, Fox God, in like a scanty that, outfit. That sounds like the worst casting they could hear, though. I don't really need If all I want that. is her to be hot. Look, there's plenty of hot cosplayer chicks as Poison Ivy on the internet. And I'm sure there's plenty of porn I could just watch of people dressed as Poison Ivy taking enormous lists. <laughs> if I want to watch, a, if I want to pay $13 to see a movie, I want to see B-B-B-C. Yeah. No, I can't. Megan Fox is not a good actress. I'm not saying I'm rooting for it, but I'm just saying if that's if that's the actual casting for it, if that if that is the case, and I think the big it. villain in the comics was uh, Talia, Al Ghul. Yeah. Which I like. Are you really going to cast this character? Nobody Ghul, gives a shit. To a character with? I still don't give much of a fuck about. I'm mean, yes, I liked it because Liam Neeson played. Liam Neeson nailed it. But I could not. It, uh, Batman's entire gigantic rogue gallery. He's easily like on the bottom tier of it, just because he has no real interesting character to it. Well, he's supernatural too, which kind of disrupts the flow of a Batman story. Like the oh, there's magic involved too. Yeah, well, it's also just that case of like there's no like gimmick to him or anything like that, which is always kind of what makes Batman villains kind of cool and interesting. Is like this whole psychosis. Like no, this is just actually like a real super villain essentially. Like, yeah, no, it's the same. Like it's excessively less interesting than at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, w- I would probably concur with that. Because those interesting ones are like the normal people who are just like psychosis and stuff like that. Yeah, there's no real attributes outside of how crazy they are and how far I mean, you, know, you can have villains go. with powers that are cool. Like, I like Kay- the Clayface. I think. Clayface but is awesome. And that's, and like, Scarecrow doesn't have powers. He's, I would, he has like the fear whole gas that can be pretty like... Yeah. People like Clayface, Mr. Freeze, I would say are the exception to the rule. I but guess you can put ones, Bane in there, too. But those are also powers that Batman can, like, deal with, like, realistically. They're yeah. not crazy or something like that. Like, he should have some superpower. Yeah. Mr. Mixelsplick doesn't show up in yeah. Gotham a lot. Yeah, if, like, fucking Metallo shows up, I'm like, ugh. But. I mean, Croc's pretty strong, but he's so dumb. Like, black, apparently. <laughs> Suicide Squad. Which is really Which upsetting. Alex loved. He they... turned us all around. Alex loved off. Suicide Squad. He loved it. And hates all the X-Men movies. Which we, I don't, <laughs> Terry's listening too still, by the way. So there's no one. No Gambit in that list of 2017 releases, so it's not on the docket yet. Was it filmed? No. Oh. It was, but cast. Like, Channing Tatum but was like cast. But like two years board. ago. Yeah, but they did like a whole, like they did a Comic-Con like picture was like with him included in it. Like with all the Days of, not Days of Future Past, um, Apocalypse people in it. Mm-hmm. And he was in that photo too, because they're like, yeah, well, we're going to do Gambit as well. And you, you've already been cast for that. And that movie was supposedly like, all right, well, after Deadpool worked out, we're going to redo it and maybe make it an R-rated movie and still wow. no word on it. 
Could still happen. Could they might still. be waiting to see what Logan does. Is that R? Yeah. Rogan, That's Logan's sweet. R. Doesn't that give you a lot of hope for that? Uh, it depends. I mean, it's a story that I think benefits from being R, but I don't know if... I, I worry that them seeing R-rated is just gonna... I don't want that to be just something that they're like, oh, shit, we'll just make every movie R-rated and just put a lot of blood and gore into things. It's like, that doesn't really what makes me like these kind of movies, though. I think it'll work for Wolverine, like, definitely. You want to see yeah. at least one R-rated movie, because it's always kind of... Hey, bub. When it's a character whose entire way of, like, fighting people is to, like, slash them with giant protruding metal claws. Hey, and tur- no one ever bleeds or, like, gets dismembered or things like that. You're like, ah, that's kind of a bummer. Hey, turkey neck. I'm not going to deal with this all day. <laughs> yeah, the, like, Wolverine can't swear, so he just uses these awful remarks. Yeah, but, uh... It's going to be great, just like, get the fuck out of my way. They did say fuck in that, uh, next X-Men Origins. Yeah, well, you can get one first fuck. First class. You can get one fuck in a movie. That's so weird. you think it'd be zero. <laughs> well, actually, you can get one fuck depending on the context. So you could say fuck, go fuck yourself, but you can't say I'm gonna go fuck you. Uh, you can't make it. Like, you can't, can't be, be sexual. You can't be within the sexual context because then that bumps it up over again. I'm pretty sure you wanted to bang Magneto. Come on, a young hot Michael Fassbender. How do you not go fuck yourself and then let me watch and then yeah. join in? That, that <laughs> was the unspoken in. context at the end of that line. Go fuck yourself with a hot chick, and then I'll jump in and we'll kill the hot chick or whatever. Who cares? Ooh, whatever. <laughs> She'll be gone. Yeah. All right. Well, I think. Before we close this off, there's, I think 2017 be a year if we start adding in more uh, bets and things like that of that nature to the show. Not necessarily just free pizza bets, but like bets to like have the loser has to see a bad movie or loser has to do something like that. Did you double down on the death pool at all? Stanley. Stanley was more. So we got to come up with a punishment if <laughs> your double down doesn't win. I think it should be something pretty intense, like. You have to blow the neighbor, <laughs> but I pick. I'm like that's. <laughs> but the winner, they, the winner picks they, the neighbor. Are they in on this, or am I like have to rink blow them? Winner picks the neighbor. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I think. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even sure who lives across the street. <laughs> a friendly brotherhood bets would be an interesting premise to start doing. Not, not like necessarily big pizza bets are good ones. Fantasy shitty movies would be some, but then like uh, throwing some bets that force them to do something they may not want to do. Or something like that. Like you have to, Loser know. has to borrow a pair of rollerblades and rollerblade to Dairy Queen when it gets nice out. <laughs> oh man, I don't even know how to rollerblade. <laughs> I don't either. And it's hilly over the, oh, the way so up. Oh, it's so hilly. It's not even, not even remotely nice out. No. Not even remotely straight. It's all hills. That's so one to bad. think about. That's not a bad one. Though. We have to find, I don't, do we know somebody with size 12 rollerblades? <laughs> Do they I make could, size 12 rollerblades? I could probably find them. Or you know what? I'll just call Captain BJ. I'm sure he's got a way to get it. <laughs> Captain <on>. BJ. <laughs> Alright, I think that's going to do it there. We're over tw- two hours, 15 minutes for this. It's a good part two coming up tomorrow, maybe. Who knows? It was probably way nerdier than Terry was. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a strange podcast. It's all over the place. A lot of talk about comedy in the beginning. Talk about fucking Arby's and... Giant Shit, ripoff Carrie that Black Fisher. Panther is. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, just the smidge of Carrie Fisher talk, honestly. Rest in peace, Carrie Fisher. Not so much your mom. She had well, whatever. Who knows? She was pretty old. <laughs> but that's gonna do it. Catch you guys. Mark Hamill, stay safe for the love of God. <laughs> stay out. Stay indoors. Watch out for Final Destination, like wacky Rube Goldberg scenarios. <laughs> and uh, we'll catch you next time. Super Mario Bros. Hotter, hotter, hotter. Boop 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 boop.